Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I know we're not at the midway point of the season, but this week is uh, like midterms in the National Football League. It really is. When Pass or see, fail. When you see the matchups that we've got in Week Six, there's a lot on the line. There were a lot. There was a lot on the line of the games that were earlier today. You've got four games going on right now where you see the 49ers and Rams. Ephraim, this is a statement game for the 49ers to be able to improve on their 4-0 record, but to go to a division rival on the road and make your mark, that's a big statement. Heck, the Falcons are trying to show some sort of sign of life, and they get the 1-3-1 Cardinals today, and they're failing miserably in the Battle of the Birds. So you've got the Cowboys and Jets with Sam Darnold back. It's it's a, it's an examination week in the National Football League. Yeah, because when you look around the league, you got a lot of parity. you got a lot of two and three teams, three and two teams, uh, a few one-loss teams. So everybody's kind of bunched up. This is the time after, you know, week five when you try to start to separate yourself a little bit. So mm-hmm. these these games that get you two games over 500 or back to 500 are important because if you can't do that, then your season is over. I just even think with the types of matchups that we had today, 
I mentioned the 49ers and Rams one and what that all means. When you have Texans-Chiefs, when you have Eagles-Vikings, when you have these matchups where it's true measuring sticks to are you for real, are you not for real, Seattle goes into Cleveland, an opportunity for Cleveland before their bye week to get some sort of momentum. Doesn't happen for them today. Just a big, big day to see who's really who's really who, and it's no longer early in the season. You know, no, to your point, right. it's no longer of like there. There's times for teams to maybe make some hay later on in the season, but you better have a couple of victories under your belt because if you are a winless team or a one-win team, we kind of seem to know about you. And a two-win team, you go into a break two and four like the Cleveland Browns did. That's tough, and and I think that's what we've got throughout the NFL. The Cowboys kicked a field goal; they're trading uh, trailing the Jets seven to three. But this 49ers team, Ephraim. As, as you said, um, it's almost like their defense is we, – we talk so much about Jimmy Garoppolo and what Kyle Shanahan has done, but for this defense to to do what they have done, to do what they did Monday night against the Browns, to now go to L.A. and try – I know they don't have – the Rams don't have Todd Gurley, but the point is, is now the 49ers, we may be smitten with the way that Jimmy Garoppolo looks. It's a defensive team. Like it they're, it they're is a defensive team, but that's what you need. We talked about it last week. It's not so much about Jimmy Garoppolo and him throwing the ball around the park 45, 50 times a game. Look, they average over 200 yards a game on the ground. There's a reason for that. Right? There's a reason for that. Number one, it's time of possession. It's clock management. We're going to keep our offense on the field longer than yours is. Therefore, we get to dictate the pace and points to our opponents. And when you have a defense that's constantly giving you the ball back on short fields, it takes the pressure off your quarterback, I, uh, i.e. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Jesus, whatever. I was a Garoppolo guy, right? <laughs> I was aware, I was yeah. a Garoppolo guy. And to see Kyle Shanahan put this team in a position to be formidable right now after the few seasons they had uh, last year and the year before, it's tremendous. To see Jared Goff right now, and I know Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger, who were on just prior to us, were talking about the Rams' stats, but something within the numbers that they were talking about, Jared Goff is 6 of 7 for 22 yards. So there's not even it's not even 4 yards a, a catch no, right now. No, it's and, not. And, and, and so to, to see what San Francisco is is doing is just in a, in a Rams team that was so close to getting a win in Seattle, but that was a week and a half ago. Like you've got you've got to forget that and figure out a way to solve this and just really really Im- Im- impressive right now. That game is on Fox and one of the games that we'll be keeping our eye on. I'm wondering in in Atlanta on if this <laughs> turns the way that it started to turn. David Johnson, a one-yard touchdown run for the Cardinals, puts them up 17-7 to on the Falcons. We've talked about Dan Quinn's job status, and if you go on the road and throw up a stinker a week after giving up 50-some points to the Houston Texans when some of the Texans were saying, we knew what plays they were running after the first series. We knew exactly what they were doing. We know what defenses they were in. This could be – Jay Gruden got the ax earlier this week. Dan Quinn could be the one next in line. Yeah, and why wait? Right? Why yeah. why wait? Because if you continue to wait, you go into week seven, week eight, they something has to change, right? Something has to be the difference. And 
You're not going to start firing uh, or, or cutting players. So it's got to be, you got to start at the top. It's got to be the leadership. And it's, I, I mean, look, Dan Quinn's had a, a good run there. They got way too many offensive weapons. We thought they had a much better defense. It's just not working. <laughs> That's what's so surprising is when you go back to Super Bowl 51, you go back to the 28-3 lead that they had. It took them a while. I thought it took about half of the next year for them to actually recover and get their bearings. But Ephraim, when they did, remember, they were a fourth down play from beating the Eagles in the playoffs when the Eagles end up going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. So they were they were that close to knocking them out of the playoffs and continue continuing on. So those are the things that to me when you see how far it's gone from leading 28 to 3 in the third quarter to now this was there was a bounce back but once that bounce back was gone it's just the 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 quality has fallen, whether it be from Matt Ryan, whether it be from – I know Devontae Freeman was not healthy last year, but you gave him a lot of money. Now you're just giving Julio Jones a new contract. You've now paid guys Ephraim, and you aren't getting the production, and that to me is scary if you're a Falcons fan. And that falls on the coach, getting the players ready to play, the schemes, and it's just not something that it, – it's working for them. And if they lose this game to the Arizona Cardinals – and Kyler Murray, there will be a job vacancy <laughs> He's tomorrow. He's Ephraim Salam. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Get Ephraim on Twitter, add Ephraim Salam. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. I said it was like midterms in week six. Let's go to one of the sites where one of the biggest tests was taken today. Ready, ready. Now, now. Hey, let's go, let's go. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. Kenny Albert was on the call for the NFL on Fox as the Minnesota Vikings picked up a huge win over the Philadelphia Eagles today. Final score, 38-20 to Vikings. Kenny, thanks so much for coming on. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Uh, Great. D- doing well. Let's talk about the the quarterback play. Uh, th- this is a Kirk Cousins that's been under the microscope the last couple of weeks for what's uh, transpired with the Vikings offense. Huh? I, when you throw for 330 yards and four touchdowns, it's obviously a great day from Kirk Cousins. But how different was the Kirk, different was the Kirk Cousins we saw today compared to what we've seen over the last couple of weeks? Well, it certainly was a big day for Kirk Cousins and the Vikings offense. They got started early on the opening drive with a touchdown pass to Adam Thielen and then uh, two to Stephon Diggs in the first half, one more in the second half. And, you know, I think a lot of it had to do with the Eagles' depleted secondary. They were missing both starting quarterbacks and, uh, just was not a good day uh, for the Eagles in the secondary. But uh, Cousins had a, a great game. You have to give him a lot of credit uh, when you look at some of the stuff the Vikings have gone through over the last couple of weeks. They take a 24-3 to lead. Eagles actually come back, and if they kicked the field goal at the end of the first half and uh, didn't go for the fake, it would have been even a closer game at that point. And uh, Vikings came out on a couple of drives in the second half, and uh, you know after the Eagles cut it to seven, they ended the ball game by putting an exclamation point on it. But uh, credit to Kirk Cousins, Stephon Diggs. You know, we all followed the situation two weeks ago when he missed a couple of practices and was fined two hundred thousand dollars. But uh, all smiles on the Vikings sidelines today. Yeah, just two weeks ago, it would seem like uh, this was the ship was running into an iceberg. You had uh, receivers unhappy, and last week you had Thielen having a tremendous day. This week you have Stephon Diggs having a, a, a tremendous day. 
everything is revolved around Dalvin Cook and that uh, the play action because of that strong running game. Um, when you had a chance to talk to them this week, did you have any? Do you have any indication which receiver was going to be the go-to guy? Well, we asked Kirk Cousins uh, a similar question to you from, and, and he said he looks at Diggs and Thielen as interchangeable. So, in his mind, you can go to either guy. And um, you know, when you look at what Dalvin Cook's done over the first five weeks, Mike Zimmer always talks about balance. And the Vikings over their first five games ran the ball on fifty-three percent of the plays. Uh, they hit the balance he was looking for last week against the Giants. Uh, the numbers weren't necessarily there in the run game in the first half today, but they had that balance, and I think that was a big part of it uh, as far as the Eagles' defense knowing that you had the threat out of the backfield with Dalvin Cook, yet they hit a couple of quick strikes to Diggs, and uh, they had the long drive to start the game, 13 plays, 75 yards, and then the two Diggs touchdowns in the first half. Uh, one was on the second play of the drive, and one was on the first play, but that run game... You know, the threat of the run game has a lot to do with it, and the Vikings were the first team to rush for over 100 yards against the Eagles this season. Kenny Albert joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He was on the call for the Eagles-Vikings game. Is the Stephon Diggs uh, trade request, is that still there, or is this something where maybe now the Vikings have, have moved past uh, as as they've picked up a couple of wins since the whole incident? Yeah, I would think they've moved past it. It was a, it was a big day for the Vikings. They were all smiles on the sidelines. They're 4-2, and two and... Uh, it, it certainly seems heading in the right direction. Uh, looking at the Eagles on the other side of the ball, Carson Wentz, 26 for 40, 306 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. It just we, – have, we haven't seen him be the Carson Wentz that we saw when he hit the league, the, the splash that he had. Uh, what's the sentiment uh, on that side of the ball in terms of the stagnation of their offense? Well, when you look at the Eagles, big picture, this was an important game. It was the first of three straight on the road. They're the only team in the league that plays three straight road games this season. You have a couple of teams that go to London uh, paired with a couple of road games, but those are neutral site games. So they have Dallas next Sunday night, so it's another big week coming up. And then they have to go to Buffalo. So um, from an offensive perspective, uh, Alshon Jeffrey had a big day. Um, They didn't really go to Zach Ertz much in the first half, uh, but we did see him with some nice catches in the second half. You know, I think one of the things you have to look at with regard to Wentz is he didn't have that deep ball threat with Deshaun Jackson today. And when we spoke with Doug Peterson yesterday, he told us he hopes to have Jackson back real soon. So hopefully, from an Eagles perspective, that's next week in Dallas. He's Kenny Albert, called the Vikings 38-20 win over the Philadelphia Eagles today in Minneapolis, as you saw it on Fox. Kenny, we appreciate the time, and we'll do it again later in the season. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Absolutely. Kenny Albert ready to take off from the airport, taking off, uh, t- getting out of town, but kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. The Vikings in that game jumped out to a big lead, but they had the ball for, yeah, I mean, for almost the entire first quarter. It, it, it seemed like the time of possession that Minnesota was able to dominate gave them that lead. F- Eagles tried to come back. Did you see their fake field goal attempt? Yeah, <laughs> that was. Direct snap to Jake Elliott, and he was supposed to uh, find Dallas Goddard somewhere downfield. Goddard was covered, so then Elliott just threw and so, it. And so that's the thing, that, that when you're struggling as a team, you're down, and you go to, like, gimmick plays, that's when you know things aren't going well. Something's wrong, right? Like, if you're going to if you're gonna go for it or fake it, line up with your offense. Yeah. Right? Let put the put the hands in, in in put the ball in the hands of the money man. You paid him all his money. 
right? Allow him to don't don't put it on the field goal team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you want somebody to throw a pass, it's going to be Carson Wentz. Yeah, that so that to me, I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, they got more problems than than uh, maybe people thought, right? And just not having Deshaun. Um, Jackson. Jackson, there is a deep threat that shouldn't cripple your entire offense. And I, and I I'm, I'm like, they never got Howard started r- running the ball. It was, it was not. So if you can't keep teams honest running the ball, then your play action doesn't work. Your big plays don't come. And we saw the exact opposite on the other side of, of the ball with Minnesota and Kirk Cousins. When he faked that handoff and squared his shoulders, you knew exactly the ball was going downfield, and those receivers were wide open. I'm going to get to a dilemma and an epidemic in the NFL, something off of Ephraim said that I that I really think needs to be said because it's becoming a real big problem in the National Football League. That's coming up next. TZ from Salam. I'm Dan Bayer. Niners and Rams tied up at seven apiece, nearing the two-minute warning 49ers just stopped the Rams at the one-yard line to get a turnover. So the Rams at third and one, fourth and one, were unable to cash it in. Denver leads Tennessee three to nothing with 10 minutes to go until halftime. Ephraim, what's going on in New York between the Jets and Cowboys right now? What's happening between those two teams? The Jets and Cowboys, it's uh, 7-3 uh, uh, New York. What? <laughs> 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 See, so for for those out out in the world who don't understand what's going on, <laughs> we have a beautiful studio here, right? So when we come in and we watch the games, we have it's four games on, so we have four screens, and Dan likes to come in and complain. Well, I need one of the games on. I need one of the screens on the mix, the the uh, NFL Directv mix that always has the score up and everything. Time and score. But we yes. have three big giant computers in front of us, and you can, even though it's a commercial in, in, in New York, Dallas is down by three, Jets are up by seven, Jets have the ball, it's, okay. 11, min, it's 11 minutes, 15 <laughs> seconds left to play in the second half. You That's know, all the information you, know what, you need. I mean, what 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 else are we doing? First of all, the score is actually seven to three Jets over the Cowboys. That's uh, what I said. You said the, the Dallas is down by three. I, the Jets no, are up that's seven. not what I said. I, I said Dallas has you know three what? and the Jets are up uh, <laughs> uh, seven to three. That's it's, what I said. It's it. Well, how about this? We'll replay what you said previously. And why? We'll even, maybe why would we we'll, do that? We'll even have the anchor David Gascon. Why, why, why would we go back to give scores? Why would we go back? Let's move forward. Cardinals up by the Falcons, seventeen to ten. Two minute warning. In I just Arizona. want you to know this show is Dallas more is than just three. Jets are up by seven. Jets have the ball. <laughs> whoever, whoever, whoever's in there working the board, I hate you, and you're you're not a good person. David Gascon at the anchor desk on that Ephraim scoreboard update. What would you rank it on a scale of one to ten? I'd give it a ten. Oh, Thank a ten. You. That's what I'm wow. talking about. That's my guy right there. Oh, jeez. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> ten. The points add up to 10 between the Jets and Cowboys. Hey, Dan, we have to take a break. How about that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Got to pay some bills. Get Ephraim on Twitter, Eddie from Salam. I'm at Dan Bayer on Fox. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It is an epidemic in the NFL, and it is a problem. We talk about it next year on Fox. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's E from Salam. I'm Dan Byer. 7.30 left to go in the first half in New York. Jets on top of the Cowboys 7-3. Nice. Cardinals driving late in the first half against the Falcons 17-10. Nice. 27 seconds left there. 3-0 ball game in the Mile High City. Broncos lead the Titans by that 3-0 score. 6.40 to go until halftime. And the Niners facing a fourth and one with 27 seconds left. In the first half at the Rams 41-yard line, a game tied up at seven apiece. Wow. Here you, we go. You do that seamlessly. Just <laughs> effortless. I thought, you know, I, I I know I don't know what Dave maybe Dave was listening to something else when he gave you the 10. It's tough for you to start out at the top when he gives you a perfect grade. 
of delivery. I mean, some people you know? just show up yeah, and they be, just some people just show just, up perfect. I don't know. Just, I don't know what to tell you. They just got it. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah, the the, uh, the scores or the games that are going on right now. All close. I mean, we actually have some competitive games going on in these last four games. We had a bunch of dandy games earlier today, but there is one big problem. We'll get to that after uh, David Gascon chimes in. Hey, Dave. Guys, I was just going to say, I think uh, Ephraim's approach was perfect, and I thought uh, what you have on the televisions is necessary Going to like the game screen and everything else below that, I don't think that's necessary. Especially Dallas get the is down games. by three. Jets are up by seven. Jets have the ball. <laughs> now, for the, the record, we thing, have we but, have an audio editing software program back here too, which allows you to cut, clip, and no, paste different fake things. News. Only, so. The only thing correct in that soundbite was the Jets had the ball. That was the only thing that was correct when you gave that. Score I said update. Dallas had seven. But they don't. They have three. No, I said the Jets have seven. <laughs> he said they were up by seven. Who cares, man? <laughs> that was that's in the past. Moving on. Who cares? On. Let's just you know, let's forget about it. Cardinals ended up kicking a field goal, so it's twenty to ten as they near halftime. Uh, the Cardinals, who kicked the field goal? The Cardinals today, by the way. Wearing their black uniforms, so teams wouldn't know they were the Cardinals. It's <laughs> tricky. If we if we if we show them a different uniform, maybe they, the fans won't know that it's that it's us. But Kyler Murray leading the team down, two hundred and forty yards in the first half, sixteen of nineteen, and a touchdown. This Atlanta defense is. Uh, Swiss cheese. I mean, there's it just is. holes absolutely. If everywhere. you're struggling, you want to play Atlanta. Like that's yeah, the, that's, that's your get medicine. right that's your good right game. You, you know what, get right. And you know what I liked what Cliff Kingsbury did because all of us sitting here. By the way, first down for the 49ers, Eight seconds left. They have it at the Rams, thirty-seven and a half yard line. So if they're going to attempt a field goal right now, they don't have any timeouts left. It would be at about a fifty-five yard field goal in a game that's tied up at seven apiece. Maybe you just try one more pass to the sidelines and get out of bounds. But I like that the Cardinals went for the field goal because the issue that I have, Ephraim, and I know that analytics is becoming more and more a part of the game. And analytics analytics is talked about so much in Major League Baseball and has made its way into football. But teams nowadays just don't even care about points anymore. That fake field goal that the Eagles had today against the Vikings happened when Philadelphia was down 24 to 10. And I know like it's two touchdowns. You're like, oh, what's a field goal going to do? Well, you have a two-point conversion. So now if you were able to score, you could get a two-point conversion and then be within a field goal of tying Minnesota at that time. Cleveland Browns a couple of times going forward on fourth down when they were down five, and there's plenty of time in the fourth quarter. More and more, Ephraim, I see teams, and I don't know if it's because the fans want them to go for it. Maybe they don't trust their kickers, but just bypassing what would be points and instead going for it and gambling. I, just, I, I think it's we see it more and more, and I think that it makes head coaches, it shows the warts that they have in managing a As game. you say that, the 49ers miss – the kick and the Rams return it all the way back out to midfield, but that was the last play in the half. So, um, yeah, analytics has definitely crept its way into football, and we're finding out that maybe you shouldn't rely on those as heavily as as one would think. Yeah, I think so because it it makes you, it it helps you make poor decisions. 
when it comes to uh, football games and points and what you think. Uh, like, remember no one used to go for it on fourth and fourth down? Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, every now and then, maybe one or two times a week. Now it's like six, seven times. You might th- two times in a game. What are the – what yeah. were the uh well, the the Browns not, today? Not, yeah, now you hear like if you went for it earlier on fourth down, why don't you just go again? And I just I don't I don't buy into that. I no. I buy into you know what? Now we have a closer shot at making a field goal, which would be much more automatic than it was when we converted on the fourth down earlier. I just see teams bypassing points. It was when the Ravens played the Chiefs earlier this year when and then John Harbaugh had to explain why he was going for two or why he was doing for this and that. Sometimes you outthink yourself. And that's what I think some of these coaches are doing. Texans and Chiefs today, there wasn't a time until later in the game when you were trying to go for a two-point conversion. It was a six-point swing. Like you would have a team up by six and then one would be up by one. The Texans weren't going for two to try to even it up early in the third quarter. They played the game. They took the points that were there. And what do you know? The Texans come out with a victory. Yeah, and you know, when you look at the Browns, you don't go for fourth down three times in the game. Like <laughs> I, I, that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yes. You just you you don't do that. Right? It's called remember when you used to play a field position game? Yes. Right? Oh long ago, yes. Right, well okay, let's pin them deep. Make it tougher for them to score or get into scoring position, we can flip the field. That way, when they kick off to us, it'll give us better field position. Yep. Hey, you know, right? we, we trust our defense. All right, well. Right? We trust our defense. We think we can get a stop, so we're going to punt it away. Doesn't happen like that. No, it doesn't. When you're up 20-6 to six and you lose a game, right, you lose that game, <laughs> that, that's poor management. Uh, of time, poor management of uh, of of game plan, poor execution, you know, undisciplined penalty after penalty. It, it just when you watch the Browns, man, you just scratch your head. You're just like it, you know, nine penalties for eighty three yards, four turnovers today, four turnovers, <laughs> and they're not all Baker Mayfield's fault. No, they're not. Easy from Salam. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radios. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We'll dive more into that Seahawks-Browns game in just a little bit, but let's get the latest of what's happening in these late games and what happened earlier today with David Gascon. Hey, Dave. Guys, not a lot of offense right now in the afternoon games. Denver leading Tennessee 6 to nothing. Marcus Mariota just had a big play of about 15 yards, but prior to that, Tennessee had all of 41 yards in the game's opening half. Jets and Cowboys going at it. John will take the snap. Hand off Bell. Running left. Moves the pile. He's at the goal line. Is he in? Yes, he is. That's a Jet touchdown. Le'Veon Bell powers his way in. Jets Radio Network, they lead right now by a score of 7-3. It looks like they got a big stand near their five-yard line as well. Uh, and as it stands right now, you're looking at a couple other games today. Cardinals and Falcons. Game is at the break. Arizona leading 20-10. to 10. Kyler Murray, 16-19 of 19 for 240. And also a score at ball game at the half. 49ers and Rams also at the half. Not a lot going on here. San Francisco with a goal line stand at their one-yard line. Keep the Rams out of the end zone. Right now it's seven apiece. Earlier today, Cam Newton was not playing. Kyle Allen, 4-0 as a member of the Carolina Panthers as their starting quarterback. And they beat the Buccaneers 37-26. Jameis Winston was intercepted five times. Got an intern dancing in the studio. What does that mean? It means the Jets just scored again, guys. A little bit of offense now. Jets are on the board yet again. 
Robbie Anderson, a 92-yard touchdown reception courtesy of Sam Darnold. Right now, pending a PAT, it's 13-3, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Thank you very much, Dave. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's he from Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. While the Jets are scoring, they are crying in Cleveland. Let's dive into that. Ready, ready. Now, now. Hey, let's go, let's go. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. All right, let's focus in on the Seahawks-Browns game. She was on the sidelines of Seattle's 32-28 win. Laura Oakman joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Laura, how are you? Hi, I'm terrific. How are you guys? Good. We we are we are fantastic, but I don't know if Cleveland is. Is this, <laughs> what ha, I, I, I'm trying to summarize it. Ephraim and I were just talking about it. Is this just a simple case? And this is to take nothing away from the Seahawks and the five and one record that they are. But was today another case of the Browns just getting in their own way again? It was interesting. I was talking to Freddie Kitchens at halftime and. We sat down with him on Friday and just were talking about this year, and he just kept saying roller coaster, you know, which it, it ha- I mean, any Browns fan would be like, that's, you know, welcome to our life, welcome to our fanhood. <laughs> but especially this season, it's been a roller coaster. And that's what, when I saw him at halftime, it had already turned into a roller coaster. And so he just said, he's like, it's not very difficult. Like, it couldn't be any more simple here. When we're executing, we look good. When we're not, we don't. And it really was as simple as that. I don't know at the end how much Baker's injury affected him, that hip. Um, he definitely, it, it was definitely bothering him. I'm, I'm certainly not making an excuse. Um, but it's just, it, it's always talking to the Browns about who they want to be, right? And what their identity is or what they want it to be. And the difference of them being with the Seahawks. And you don't talk about identity. They know who they are. And so to me, I really felt that today just on those two uh, very opposing sidelines in terms of one team trying so hard to figure out who they are and another team knowing who they are. That doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean it's a, it's a real stable five and one and, and, um, and a real consistent five and one. They'd be the first to say that. But it's just two very different franchises in different places. And it just feels like the Browns just I don't know. I just kept noticing that every time I was in the Seahawks sideline, they just, they don't panic. They just down 14 and let's do this. You know, everyone, it's just, it's clockwork. And the Browns are figuring that out, not, that, to not have the, oh no, here we go again, to not go with that. And Freddie even said that to us this week saying, we have a lot of talent on the team, but we don't have a lot of guys who want. And, and I think that, I think they have to get there. But, you know, again, chicken or the egg. Do you have to get that feeling in order to get there, or do you have to get there to get that feeling? Laura, when you spoke to the team this this week, um, who's the leader of the team, right? Because when a team doesn't have an identity, then normally it's hard to identify who the leader is. I hear you, Ephraim. It's such a good question because obviously with Seattle, you know, it's Russell and Bobby. And, And it starts with Pete. Um, but it's so clear on who they are. I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, this is the first time I've been with this team this year. So I hate to make a blanket statement because I don't know them and haven't been around them enough to say. Um, so I don't know if Baker's turned into that leader yet or if he, if he's that guy. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, but I, but I know that it's not, 
clear cut like it is on Seattle. And and I agree with you. We're those real stable teams who are doing it for a long time. Usually we can look to that team and you know who the leaders are. And and I and I just I don't know with this team. I really don't. And I and I don't know if they know. Laura Oakman, who was on the sidelines of the Seahawks-Browns game, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Ephraim Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. Let's talk about Russell Wilson. Let's talk about the Seahawks. Honestly, the Seahawks sometimes get off the slow starts to seasons. Why are they hitting on all cylinders? Russell Wilson hasn't thrown an interception yet. What is it about this Seahawks team that has them at 5-1 and one to start the year? It's funny because what Pete said, and, and I love this answer so much, talking about 4-1, and one, and he was like, we're four and one, but we need the patience right now to let us um, to let us uh, unfold and see what we're going to be. He keeps talking about what we're going to be. What they say is we don't need to peak right now. We're four and one, and that's good, but we are nowhere near hitting on all cylinders. And so it, 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 he said uh, he said to us uh, Saturday he was saying we're still right now. We're trying to figure out who we are. And I talked to Russell about that after the game and said. You're still, you know, before the game, Pete said you're still trying to figure out who you are. Have you, what'd you figure out after this crazy game? And he's like, I figured out we're resilient, you know, and, and, and they were tested a lot today. Pete went into this game saying, this is a big test. We're doing a lot of learning right now. You know, it's a, a big road game in a hostile place like Cleveland. But I think they'd be the first to say, uh, that they're, and not the first to say they say it. They're five and one, but it's not a real, real, um, it's a five and one in progress. But what Russell says, which I love, is he's never been on a team that's been closer. And that surprised all of us, you know, of like, really, like Super Bowl teams? And he's like, no, I've, this is the closest I've ever been with a team. And he said, it's just the personalities, it's the men of character. And he said, it's just the right amount of the veterans, the young guys. And they have something really special. And because of Pete and how much he were, uses the word patience, which you do not hear a lot of coaches say, it allows them to figure out who they are and not here's who we are, be this, be this. You know, their balance is incredible when you look at that offense. Like you're not, you're not sitting there questioning it or who are you? You know, they, they throw when they, they need to and they run when they need to. And, you know, right now the Browns, you're like, why isn't Nick Chubb running the ball more? Like it's just – Seattle's just effortless with that because they know who they are, even when they're not exactly who they are. But so I don't know. I do think I, I, I sometimes I wonder if that's you know if that's media making like a, a lovely little storyline sure. about yeah. closeness of a team. But I believe in that. The teams that always have these special runs always seem to have um, a really strong connection. She's Laura Oakman, was on the sidelines for the Seahawks win over the Cleveland Browns. Hawks go to 5-1, and one. Cleveland drops to 2-4, and four, and heads into that bye week with the Patriots on the other side. Laura, we appreciate the time. We know you're busy, but we'll do it again later in the season. I always appreciate you, and really, I just want to go eat a sandwich. So I'm so appreciative, you guys. That game was nuts. I've, I've got to go get some nourishment. Go All get right. something to eat. All right. Get one for me, too. Appreciate it, Laura. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. The uh, the Seahawks are 5-1. and one. The Rams and Niners are at the half tied at 7. The Jets with that touchdown pass from Sam Darnold to Robbie Anderson have taken that 14-3 lead on the Cowboys. Broncos, a 6-0 lead against Tennessee. There are 9 million places I'd rather be than at a Broncos-Titans game today. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Dentist is one of them, I Dentist think. Dentist is at the top of the <laughs> list. For, geez, sit through that. 6 nothing. Broncos on top of the Titans with a minute to go in the half. And then we told you, Cardinals leading the Falcons at the half, 20-10. to 10. Coming up next, who is the biggest disappointment in Week 6 so far? The answer may surprise you. He's E from Salama. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio. App. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> Darnold, play action, drops the throw, steps up, floats a bomb up the right seam, looking for Anderson. He's got it at the 50, at the 40, He's going to go the distance. 10, 5, touchdown. 
92-yard touchdown reception on the Jets radio network. Sam Darnold hooking up with his good friend, Robbie Anderson. It is all Jets right now over the Cowboys, 21-3. And Dak Prescott was almost picked off. There's just 27 seconds left in the first half. But domination by the Jets so far. Rams have just cashed it in. Or excuse me, the 49ers have just taken the lead on the Rams. Niners cashing in on a one-yard touchdown sneak from Jimmy Garoppolo. They're reviewing it, so the X. Extra point has yet to be attempted. He's Ephraim Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Ephraim, it's October, and that means it's Geico Ween. Don't be scared by high rates on car insurance. This Geico Ween, get a quote with Geico and see how much you could save. Maybe so much it's scary. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The Cowboys are scary and not in a good way. This is a team that lost to the Saints, lost to the Packers, and you thought it was going to be a feel-good game, even though Sam Darnold was back for the Jets. Cowboys were a touchdown favorite in this contest. They find themselves down 18 points here in this well, first half. Well, I mean, what you can say is they're losing to good teams. They're losing to teams that are better than them. The 49ers, coming into this game, people were doubting them because of you know the weakness of their schedule. But this, their schedule is right on par with New England. New England's undefeated as well. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that they – we talked about earlier uh, teams not knowing who they are. And the 49ers know who they are. They're going to run the ball down your throat, period. And they're going to get after the passer. Yeah. That's yep. who they are. Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator, has those guys fired up. You see him on the sideline every time his defense makes a big play. He's meeting them on the field. He's screaming. He looks like a maniac. But those guys, they pull from that energy. We just talked to Laura Oakman, and we asked her, who was the leader on the Cleveland Browns team? Right? Where's the emotional uh, uh, leadership? Where's that button that that guy can or 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 a person can push to get the team fired up and they don't have it. She had no answers. But when you look at a team like the 49ers, you see what's going on and it starts upstairs. It starts with the head coach, the and the coordinators and the position coaches and it trickles down to those leaders in the locker room. It's almost like the 49ers and Cowboys have traded places uh, in a bit <laughs> yeah. because the Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott's just got 10 carries for 35 yards, and the Cowboys are good on a 62-yard field goal attempt from Billy Marr. Wow. Well, hey, Brett Marr, excuse me. And, and, and the funny thing is they're down 21-6. to six. Yeah, you know, like, like it's yeah, it's pretty neat and all. It's like, ooh, but, that was long, man. Hey, that was a long hey, way. They took the points. Something I complained about ten minutes ago. <laughs> so you've got that. But the point is, the 49ers touchdown was good. Is Dallas Ezekiel Elliott as I mentioned, ten carries. Dak's numbers very pedestrian. Twelve of nineteen for one hundred and twenty-five yards. No Tyron Smith again today. So you've got that issue. But. You don't need Jimmy Garoppolo to throw for 300 yards. You just need your defense to get it done on as they have. And the 49ers throughout the past couple of years have spent highly on defensive linemen with their draft picks. That draft capital is now finally cashing in, but they're running the ball. Tevin Coleman is finally healthy. It's it seems it, to me a bit of role reversal you, almost from the You two know what teams. the crazy thing is? Think about if Bowman and 
and uh, Patrick Willis, those standout linebackers, young in their careers, if they didn't retire, what this team would look like defensively. Yeah, <laughs> those those are some dudes. Like those are <laughs> right. They yeah. just decided, hey, look, we don't want to do this anymore. Sure. Think about that. It's you, crazy, man. Yeah, you would also have to think that they would have been better if maybe Patrick Willis doesn't call it quits as soon as he did. Absolutely. Where they, where they wouldn't have gotten the picks that they got where you can get a Nick Bosa. But the point being, yeah, I mean, there's pieces. And, I mean, heck, you talk about – you talk with Laura Oakman about veterans. I know Richard Sherman isn't a lifelong 49er, but I know that those guys on that defense know Absolutely. that he's a leader. He brings so. a sense like, – the reason Seattle was Seattle and, and the, the Legion of, of Boom was because of Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman started that phenomenon. Remember when he started calling out receivers and being very boisterous and 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 like everybody was like, Oh, what's going on up there? The whole team bought into it. Defensively, they all bought into it. Bobby and uh Cam Chancellor, uh, Chancellor yeah. and like, like it was it was a thing, right? T shirts were being sold. It was an identity. You have to have an identity. You have to know who you are and what you can do. If not, you'll always be trying to figure that out. And we see a lot of teams still trying to figure out who they are. I'm wondering what what's up with the Rams. And, and Because I don't know who they are either. Because their defense seems to have some issues and they're going to be without Clay Matthews for a month. And we've got a touchdown in Arizona. Wow, the, the route is on. The Cardinals have just scored again against the Falcons. An extra point will make it 30-10 to 10 Arizona early in the third quarter. <laughs> I'm telling you, the clock is ticking on Dan Quinn's employment status as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. It's one thing to lose to the Texans, who, by the way, we'll get to in a bit, but to go on the road and lose like this, Max Williams, the tight end, who gets into the end zone, and it's two X's with Max Williams on that touchdown. It looked reception. like he was running backwards. He was going so slow. <laughs> he was wide open. Yes, <laughs> the, uh, the it's twenty six to ten, eleven twenty five left to go in the third quarter. I think they had a scoring error on the scoreboard. I don't think the mix would have had that error, Ephraim. I'm just telling you. Really? He's Ephraim Salam. I'm Dan Byer. <laughs> we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So if the Kansas City Chiefs aren't, who is the best team in the AFC outside of New England? We'll talk about it next. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio is now, and it may be now or never, for the Atlanta Falcons. Down 17 and they are now going to try to attempt a field goal to get within 14 with 7.51 to go in the third quarter. One of four games going on right now. 49ers avert a disaster. They were able to there, – there was a punt that the Rams were giving back to the 49ers. Rams ran down on the field, committed a penalty – the ball was not caught by the 49ers return man, but it was touched by another 49er player. Would have been Rams ball, but the penalty forced the Rams to kick it back. Niners have that seven-point lead. They're at the half in Denver. Again, Broncos up on the Titans 6-0. And Cowboys have a 62-yard field goal today, but that's about all Woo! they've got. <laughs> that's about all they've got. Uh, the Jets taking it to the Cowboys at the half, 21-6. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And I caught myself last week, I think once, but I've made the mistake again where I've automatically just given the New England Patriots the top spot when we look in the NFL. 
maybe with good reason because they have the most wins and don't have any losses. But when when you and I got together this week filling in for Doug Gottlieb here on the Doug Gottlieb Show, when you see who the Patriots have played, doesn't necessarily compare to what some of the other teams in the National Football League, the matchups that they have played, and that's taking the New Orleans Saints into the equation who have gone on the road and beaten Seattle, who's 5-1, and one, their only loss. The only loss of the year is by the Saints is to the Rams in the game that Drew Brees was knocked out in the first quarter. So Teddy Bridgewater didn't have a full week of preparation. The team probably had a game plan, and then when Teddy Bridgewater comes in, it obviously changes. The point being, Ephraim, I'm putting the Patriots on top of the NFL, and maybe I shouldn't because there are a couple of teams today that I think really could make a good case on why they should be the top team in the National Football League, the Saints being one of them, the Houston Texans being another. I agree, and when you look at those teams, those teams are more battle-tested than New England. We give New England a nod. They're defending Super Bowl champs. They have arguably the best coach uh, quarterback combo ever. And you expect that out of them. So they get the courtesy nod at the top. We still have not yet. We've seen them struggle in a couple games, especially in the first half of, of yeah. several games. Uh, the Buffalo game, if it if you were playing quarterback, they probably would have <laughs> Uh, New England would have lost that game. I don't have a cannon, you know, unfortunately. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the, the two quarterbacks that played against New England, they didn't either. I mean, you you can do better than four interceptions. Matt Barkley, yeah. The 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 issues that that we've seen. You know, Buffalo is a team that four and one gave the Patriots a, quite a fight, but we think there's questions still about the Bills. We know their defense is good, but yeah, their their offense has got some some questions with it. The Saints to what they have done and the different ways that they have won without Drew Brees has been impressive. But I'm going to go to the Houston Texans, who lost opening week in that. Remember that crazy ending? If that goes the way of the Houston Texans, where the Will Lutz kicks the game-winning field goal and as time expires and the Saints get that win, Houston is sitting there at 5-1 and one in a real threat after they knocked down the Chiefs today in a game in, in Arrowhead that was very entertaining, that lived up to the hype, that saw the return of Tyreek Hill, but it's Houston who leaves with a 31-24 victory, Kansas City's second straight loss at home in the span of a week. And, and hats off to the Houston Texans. They had some offensive line troubles earlier in the year. They traded for Tunsil. He came in kind of solidified that allowed them to do some different things offensively without worrying about the blind side Mm -hmm. Uh, but when I'm looking at teams I would have to lean more towards now don't get me wrong the Texans have had some tremendous uh, wins including today going into Arrowhead which used to be a tough place to play I mean it's back-to-back home losses for uh, the Chiefs so I don't know I I really don't know what's going on there but when you look at the New Orleans Saints and the things that they've had to overcome, like you said, their only loss came in a game where Drew Brees was knocked out early. You get a Teddy Bridgewater who hasn't run any mm-hmm. of the first-team reps, taken any of the snaps, and he looked stagnant. He looked a step slow. But since then, they've gone on to win four in a row. They can go on the road and win. I mean, this is a team without one of the without the most prolific passer mm-hmm. in NFL history at the helm, and they are continuing 
to forge forward. To me, that in itself puts them as the best team in the NFL. They shut down the Cowboys. Defense was able they shut down Minshew Mania today in Jacksonville. And you know what they've also done is Alvin Kamara came in a bit dinged up, and he hasn't been the the same Alvin Kamara that we're used to in that Saints offense. But they used a lot of Latavius Murray today. Yeah. So a, a, a very physical game, which tells me that the Saints can win multiple ways. That if if you as long as you you control the football, don't turn it over, don't make stupid plays, you're going to stay in the game. And they played a physical type of game today against. Jacksonville. It wasn't just the Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas show, a physical game, and the Saints end up leaving with a seven point victory. In a game, by the way, that there were underdogs. I mean, Jacksonville yeah. was favored by a uh, by a point in this contest. So, uh, not enough people giving the Saints the respect that maybe they deserve right, because they're not as flashy as they once were. Remember, they were putting up big numbers, scoring a bunch of points. They're not that flashy. What they do is they limit what you can do offensively with their defense. They get after the passer, and when they have the ball, offense it's about ball control. Right? They'll look for the big play. If it's not, they will dump it down to the backs. They bring in Tayshawn Hill. He brings a, a whole different uh, element at the quarterback position. And, I, you know, shout out to, to uh, Coach Sean Payton for always putting a game plan together and finding a way to keep his team one step uh, ahead of their opponent. Do you think the Taysom Hill stuff is forced? No, I don't. Okay. I don't because – Especially not now. I used to, when when Drew Brees was in there, I was like, hey, I'm sure Drew doesn't want to just come yeah. out for play. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're in the middle. Yeah. Like when, when, when Drew's in a rhythm, right? He's in a rhythm. He's moving the, the team down the field. And then it's second and three. You take him and split him out as a wide out. I'm sure he hates yeah. that. If right? I'm if I'm the corner, I, I'm like, I got nine. Right. I got Brees. <laughs> I got Brees out here. Right. And and but but now that Drew is not there. And they're manufacturing offense with Teddy. I think bringing in Hill in certain situations, and he's getting more snaps now. I think that helps keep the defense off kilter. The Cardinals continue to lead the Falcons 27 to 13, 552 to go. Kyler Murray just set an NFL record. The graphic on Fox showed his 20th completion of the game today. The first rookie to ever start out a career with six consecutive games of 20 or more completions. So that's what Kyler Murray's got going for him. The 49ers have got something going. Up 14-7 to on the Rams, 6.39 to go in the third quarter. They're in L.A. territory facing a second and nine, and now they're going to be facing a first and goal from the two-yard line. Dante Pettis with the catch from Jimmy Garoppolo sets them up first and goal. Denver and Tennessee still in that root canal of a game in the Mile High City. Six nothing Denver just underway in the second half. Cowboys driving to open up the second half in Jets territory, but down twenty one to six in this contest. the The Rams are a different team, and it's not just Todd Gurley. It's not just the absence of Clay Matthews, but it's really, really difficult to look at this team and think of, wow, this was the team a week and a half ago on a Thursday night in Seattle that seemed you know, to have everything going for them and the kick at the end of the game. If it goes their way, they end up leading. This Rams team has just been stuck in quicksand today with the 49ers dominating, now going to face a second and goal. You ever heard of a Super Bowl hangover? Oh, yeah. Yep. 
It's a real thing. I've I I'm still hungover from the Super Bowl we lost. <laughs> I would I picked I'm I'm not cashing in my chips. I didn't think the Rams would make the playoffs this year because of what you said. And the reason is this is this is what my idea of a Super Bowl hangover is, Ephraim. The Super Bowl hangover is real realizing all of the junk that you have to do again. <laughs> Like, like, there's no, like, you didn't make it to the Super Bowl and then get a free pass, you know, halfway up the line to get ahead as the second and goal play for the 49ers out of the end zone. I believe that was Dante Pettis Yeah, it Pettis. It was yeah. a heck of an attempt. He came down with one foot in, couldn't get the other one down, but Jimmy Garoppolo was under pressure, kind of threw it up there. He leapt up there like a spot one down. Oh, almost. Cowboys Almost. have a first and goal at the Jets' eight-yard line, and Ezekiel Elliott gets a couple of yards, so it'll be second and goal from about the six. But the point being, of there is no, all right, you accomplished this, so you get to start this far ahead of everyone else. It's we've got to go through the training camp, we got to go through the preseason, we got to do all of this, and then we have to do everything again to get to the point to try to redeem yourself. And I think that is something that would way on the Rams, and it's also a team that we know put in their chips last year. Put up, pushed a lot in. Pushed a lot in and brought a lot of guys in, uh, older guys, uh, questionable uh, issues on and off the field, and it paid off all the way up until you needed to win the game. Yeah, <laughs> and and right now they caught a break because Tevin Coleman was wide open in the flats. Jimmy Garoppolo Hit him in the hands. Like he was trying to catch that with his feet. Yeah, it was. It, it, Tevin Coleman's got to catch that ball. Instead, the 49ers are going to go for a field goal, 20-yard attempt for Robbie Gold. There is a delay of game, but it's going to be a 25-yard attempt for Robbie Gold. But when you look at what the 49ers have done to this Rams offense, a 10-point lead in this game may as well be 20, considering how they've shut down the Rams so far today. Cowboys. Jason Witten. Flag on the play. They are in the end zone. Let's take a look at, and the Jets are saying that it's on Dallas. Dallas is going to have to do the uh, complete this comeback without Amari Cooper, by the way, who's out for the rest of the game because of a quad injury. The field goal by Robbie Gold in L.A. is good. So good the as Niners gold. are up 17-7, to and it's offensive pass interference on the Cowboys. So wave off the touchdown and it will remain 21 to 6 with the Cowboys facing a third and goal and now being backed up further than they were when they were at the Jets 4-yard line. It's so funny when you have these pick plays is what uh the Cowboys got called for and the receiver doing the picking when he gets called he looks around like what are you talking about? <laughs> it's called a pick play. You drew it up to pick him. I mean don't be so, you, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's this, like this is the nature. What? This is I the was reason. Just running over here. That's where my route took me. I couldn't help it that the defender was in the <laughs> in the way. So it's third and goal from the 14-yard line. Dak Prescott's going to dump it off to Ezekiel Elliott, who he drops it. it. So we may have a Brett Maher field goal coming up Ooh, again. Another to field six. goal. Cardinals, 27-13 on the Falcons. Falcons, uh, 5-15 to go in the third quarter. Falcons with the football and that barn burner in Denver. 6-0 Broncos against the Titans. That Denver, about- that Denver game is one of these games. Oh, you hear that? You pop the top on a cola <laughs> or a cold, a, a cold one. Say, you pop the top on a cold one. It may be a, a little heavier one. to watch that game. 
delicious. Right. Lean uh, back, close your eyes. Look at that punt. That take punt a, is so delicious. Take a break. <laughs> By the way, the Titans did just punt from midfield. Cowboys field goal is good. So the Broncos will get it first and 10. As Joe Flacco on the offense come out, Cowboys will be kicking it off to the Jets. Coming up next, he's Ephraim Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. We're going to talk with Alex Marvez as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And we're going to find out what's wrong with those Kansas City Chiefs next here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio. App. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. Darnold <laughs> in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Looks right. Pops one right. Caught at the goal line by Griffin. Reaches it across the goal line. He's in for a jet touchdown. Jets Radio Network, 
New York's at top of the Cowboys, 21-9 to as they play midway through the third quarter. We have a touchdown in the desert. Devontae Freeman, a seven-yard touchdown reception from Matt Ryan. Falcons have pulled within seven of the Cardinals, 27-20. to Minute left to go in the third quarter. The Niners continue to dominate the Rams, 17-7, to as Jared Goff has 27 yards passing and we are nearing the end of the third quarter. <laughs> and the Denver Broncos and Titans are saying, hold my beer. 6 nothing Broncos over Tennessee with about nine minutes to go in the third quarter there. He's Ephraim Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And let's check in with our good friend from SiriusXM NFL Radio and our NFL insider, Alex Marvez, joins us at this time as he does every week. Happy Week 6, Alex. How are you? Thank you, gentlemen. I am doing well, better than the Dallas Cowboys right now. I, yeah, 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 yeah. And I tell you, you know, there's certain games, you know, and, and listen, I'm not saying this is the end of the Cowboys season by any means. They're three and two, and the Eagles lost today. So the AFC, the NFC East, obviously not a power division right now with Washington and the New York Giants also there. But sometimes you look back and you say, what if, right? What if? What if we would have won this game? that we feel like we shouldn't have lost? Would it have affected our home field advantage? All of those types of things. You just really get that vibe right now with the Cowboys. There is some sort of juice lacking you know, in this team. We'll see now. It's 21-9. They might be able to come back. They started off doing pretty well in the first half. But, you know, again, and you mentioned it, of course, the Tennessee Titans saying, hold my beer, Marcus Mariota right there, just getting intercepted uh, midway through the uh, third quarter himself. So the Broncos now in Titans territory. Not real good football being played offensively there either with the Broncos holding a 6 up lead i want to talk about an earlier game an early early game let's yeah. talk about the panthers and the buccaneers and what i've seen from kyle allen i don't care if cam newton comes back three thousand percent healthy what this young man is doing what would be the decision for ron rivera if Cam Newton came into his office tomorrow and said, I'm cleared, doctor said, I'm ready to go, what do you do? I think the decision's already been made. Because Ron Rivera, this is the great part about his quote right here after the game. He says he's not going to address the quarterback situation, quote, until I have to address that. I think by doing just that, you have addressed your quarterback situation. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, listen, it's, let's put it like this. Is anyone saying that Teddy Bridgewater is going to remain the starter in New Orleans no. when Drew Brees is healthy? No. Nobody's going down that road, right? Because they know that Drew Brees will be back in the starting lineup. It's, it's very simple. Not in the case with Cam Newton. And what Kyle Allen is doing, he is making plays. He is avoiding the big mistake. And if I'm not mistaken, and I want to do my math here, he entered the game with 121 straight passes without an interception, another 32 attempts today, so that'll put him at 153, no INTs. And you combine that with two touchdown passes, the young man is just functioning so well in this offense. And look, I mean, I'm not sure they've tried with Cam, and, and maybe Cam would have had a great season had he stayed healthy, had he not tried to play through this foot injury. But the last time we saw him out there, he was not a very good quarterback. And unfortunately, last year, so beat up at the end of the season. I think the, the, if you're Ron Rivera, you have to ask yourself this. 
what is the upside of Kyle Allen? How far can he take us? Can he take us further than Cam Newton? A guy who, listen, Ron's put his trust in Cam through the years. There's been no bigger supporter of Cam Newton through thick and thin than Ron Rivera, right? But at this point, if Cam isn't the same type of quarterback that he once was, well, he may very well stick with Kyle Allen, ride this thing out, and then all of a sudden Cam Newton becomes a very interesting topic of off-season debate. Do you cut him? Do you trade him? Because I think at that point, if you stick with Kyle Allen ahead of Cam Newton, you're not going back to Cam Newton as your starter. You've crossed the Rubicon, so to speak. Nearing the end of the third quarter, Niners still up 10 on the Rams and in L.A. territory. They're up 10. Jets are up 12 on the Cowboys, four minutes to go in the third. Jets are in the red zone at the Cowboys 16-yard line. Bigger Alex Barvez joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's E from Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. Bigger picture on your point, Alex, from Ephraim's question is, how much should these should NFL head coaches hitch their wagon to young guys? Now, I'm not saying that Ron Rivera should have named Kyle Allen the starter in week one, but there is a point where Kyle Allen may have saved Ron Rivera his job. If, if things would have gone awry in Carolina, yeah. and we saw what happened last year with Lamar Jackson almost saving John Harbaugh's situation with the Ravens, how much should these coaches embrace young quarterbacks in the NFL? Well, I think in this case, it's it's interesting in that it gives you an out from yeah. Cam Newton. If you think that Cam Newton has played his best football, if you think that that's it, he's now over the age of 30, he's been battling injuries in recent years, he's had two shoulder surgeries, you know, he's a quarterback who needs to make plays with his legs, and, you know, when he does that, he exposes himself to big hits. If you think that you've seen the best of Cam Newton, well, this is an easy way to get out of it, right? And this way you can tell upper management, and, they, and you listen, they may be on board with that and save a ton of cash. Now, you come into another problem at some point as well, which is when Kyle Allen hits a bumpy road, you know, does he ever get exposed? Is he a quarterback that can win you playoff games? Is he, you know, what is the upside of Kyle Allen? And, it, and it's you know, something that we simply don't know right now, but so far so good, right? And if it's not broken, don't fix it. You're talking about four, you know, games where, you know, 4 and 0, no interceptions, steady play. Yeah, he's lost some fumbles, but he's been rock solid. He's got a good arm, and you know, he's functioning in this system. So I mean, it's a fascinating thing. Something listen, I didn't see it coming. I don't know who could have that the Carolina Panthers would be a better team with Kyle Allen in the starting lineup than they were with Cam Newton. And on the other side, I mean, <laughs> it, it it's got to be over, right? It's it this is pretty much the nail in the coffin, the writing on the wall, however well, you want to phrase it. It was for, a terrible game. They, it was a terrible game. I mean, but and how many were, how many do you have to have before they're like, okay, we can't move forward? Well, this is the whole thing about it, though, with, with Bruce Arians, right? I mean, one of the things is that he came on board to try to, to you know, salvage Jameis Winston. And what he has been preaching to him, and I talked to B.A. about this, he told, you know, Jameis going into the season, you do not, you, you know, because he's the number one overall pick, you don't have to do everything. You know, and Jameis thinks that way, right, that he's Superman. And you saw that again today, and you saw the quote, you know, from Bruce Arians afterward and how frustrated that he was, right? He has a habit of trying to be Superman, right? And instead he plays like Clark Kent sometimes. And this was one of those days with all of those turnovers. It was so sloppy. The one thing, though, that you look at the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what's Bruce Arians, who's he going to turn to? Ryan Griffin, a guy that he would have cut had, had, you know, uh, Blaine Gabbert not gotten hurt. 
I mean, he's not a huge Ryan Griffin fan. I know that. So, and Ryan Griffin knows that as well. He was waiting to get cut this preseason also. So that being said, where do you go at quarterback? Maybe you should talk to the Panthers, trade for Cam. I don't know. But, and, you know, at this point, though, you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound, you know, with, with Jameis Winston. They'll play out the season and they'll move on. But it's, it's things like this. Look, and it's coming off of a stretch where Jameis Winston had played his best football, you know, in, in, you know, in a long time over a consistent period. I mean, let me tell you these stats here. Four consecutive games with a quarterback rating over 100. It was the longest of his career. He had thrown for more yards than any other quarterback in Bucks history through the first five games of the season. And how about this one? He was the NFL's best quarterback versus the Blitz entering this game. Ephraim, he completed 78.3% of his passes against the Blitz, six touchdowns, zero interceptions, averaging 13.3 yards per attempt, and he had a perfect passer rating. Then he plays the Carolina Panthers, and he looks absolutely dreadful today. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, what do I tell you? He's made progress, took a step back today, but I think that one is still wait to be seen. Chalk it off as a terrible game, but you, if he has many more of these. Alex, yeah. you can't throw five picks in a game. You know, and it was and bad. There's it some, was bad. I know. You I can't. Know, as a, as, no. You cannot do that. You know who They're else gonna, did that? Nathan <laughs> Peterman. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you I, don't want to be in that category. You don't. But, you know, at least in the case of the Bills, they, they had some other options at quarterback, like they should have never benched to Rod Taylor. Here, they have no other option. They're going to let Jameis Winston fight his way through this. Hope for the best, but I would expect the worst, I guess, because of just Jameis' history when it comes to making the big mistake. Final one for me, Alex Marvez, is all good in Minnesota with Stephon Diggs now after his three-touchdown performance today against the Eagles in a win yeah, for the I think, Vikes. I think he feels a little bit better. He becomes the first Vikings wide receiver with two catches of two touchdown catches of 50 or more yards since one Randy Moss back in the day, right? So, you know, listen, a, a tremendous thing, and the Eagles secondary is just dreadful. I mean, they, they are just so beat up right now. And I know Howie Roseman's looking for answers, and he may want to call the Jacksonville Jaguars again and see after today, after Jalen Ramsey didn't play because of his back injury, you know, and, and whether the Jags really believe that Jameis went, that Jalen Ramsey's hurt. And by the way, that's something the Philadelphia Eagles need to check out as well. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be trading for damaged goods. It's one thing if the guy's trying to be extra cautious and just trying to get even closer to the offseason so he could move on to another team. Uh, you know, I, I get all that with, with Jalen Ramsey, but there has to be something done to help the secondary in Philadelphia. And let me just say this. The Eagles defense, they have allowed seven, or more, uh, seven passes of 40-plus yards this year hmm. already. Last year, only six for the entire season. But for one week, at least Kirk Cousins, the heat is off him. You know, good for him, 333 passing yards, four touchdowns. They were able to attack the Eagles in the secondary. Hey, they didn't, you know, weren't able to run successfully, able to throw the football, at least for this one week, all as well in the Twin Cities. He's Alex Marvez here on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Find him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. We'll do it again on Week 7, Alex. Thanks. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Alex. We've got a quarterback change in Denver Marcus Mariota out, Ryan Tannehill in for the Titans as the Titans face a deficit there. And more points for the San Francisco 49ers. All that and more. He's from Salam. I'm Dan Byer. David Gascon gets us caught up to date of what's happening here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Yeah, Marcus Mariota uh, done for right now at least. Ryan Tannehill replaces him. Mariota on the day been god-awful. 7 of 18 for 63 yards and two picks. He was sacked three times. He has a quarterback rating of 9.5. We can do that. I'm telling you. Would you, would you rather be at this game or the DMV? The that's, DMV. That's... <laughs>
Because it, because at least you can just sit and be on your phone <laughs> while you're waiting in line. You guys don't have any fantasy players in this game? Oh, <laughs> I do, and that's a problem. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. Do you have Philip Lindsay? No. Oh, well, he scored a touchdown. That wouldn't be a problem if you had Lindsay. <laughs> Did you have Denver's defense? No. Well, that would be that wouldn't be a problem if you had Denver's defense. Who do you have? Cortland Joe Flagg. Sutton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Sutton's not been bad today. Two catches for 53 yards. Yeah, that not stinks. Bad. That stinks in <laughs> fantasy. Uh, yeah, that's that's no good. All right. Well, no bueno. Yeah, no bueno if you have Marcus Mariota. So right now, yeah, he is uh, done on and the pine right now. If you do have Mariota in fantasy, then you should you, quit playing fantasy. You yeah. should, you don't you're know doing it works. wrong. Imagine right. if you back him in real life, like if you think that he's actually a good quarterback. Like yeah. not even a, a marginal quarterback, but a good quarterback. No. We may have a big no. play for Tennessee on the the shoulders of Ryan Tannehill to A.J. Brown. If there's a flag on the play. We'll, we'll let you know after Dave gives yeah, us we'll some more info. See if it comes back. Anyways, Jets right now with the lead over the Dallas Cowboys, 21-9. to Sam Darnold on the day, 19-25 for 275 and two scores as well. Arizona and Atlanta, it is the Cardinals with the lead, 27-20. Kyler Murray, 315 yards and two scores of his own. Rams are getting humbled right now at home by San Francisco. They are just grounding and pounding out the Rams as we speak. 20-7 to in this affair. Jared Goff throwing the ball. His completion percentage is 70%. But he's seven of ten for twenty-seven <laughs> yards. Twenty-seven Goffle yards is back. Terrible Goffle man. Is back. Good listen, Lord. Listen, as a guy that uh, drafted Jared Goff very early, I'd love to swallow a bullet because my team is awful right now with Jared Goff at the helm. And so far, you look at San Francisco; they've rushed the ball thirty times for just eighty yards, but they're controlling the pace of play. Uh, in this affair. Earlier today, you guys mentioned a couple of the games. Carolina beat up on t- uh, Tampa Bay 37-26. to Redskins get their first win of the season at Miami. Houston with a big win at Kansas City 31-24. Deshaun Watson 280 yards passing, a TD throwing, and also a couple on the ground. Seahawks come from behind. They beat the Browns 32-28. to Chris Carson 24 carries for 124 yards and a TD of his own. Saints continue to roll on 5-1 this season without Drew Brees. They've done it again. They won at Jacksonville 13-6. Guys, back to you. Thank you very much, David. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's from Salama. I'm Dan Beyer. I owe an apology to our executive producer, Gavin Kinzel, for this simple reason, but there's a, I, have a, I have a good reason why, a good excuse, Ephraim. Gavin, when he had Alex Marvez on, sent out a tweet to talk about Deshaun Watson being a possible MVP candidate. The reason I didn't want to ask the question is because I wanted to talk to you about the Texans and really about the Kansas City Chiefs because Houston gets a win today over Kansas City in Kansas City. So the Chiefs have not only lost two in a row, they've lost at home their last two, and the Texans are playing some really good football. I don't think that it's all Deshaun Watson. And you heard Dave's stat line of him saying he had two touchdown runs, 280 yards, and a touchdown in the air. I get all that. When Lamar Miller went down with an injury and they made a trade with the Kansas City Chiefs to get Carlos Hyde, who wasn't going to make the Chiefs team, that simple transaction to me, Ephraim, is the difference between these two teams right now. Kansas City has not had a running game since Kareem Hunt was kicked off the team and let go last season. You now see what they are trying to put together with a running game. You see what Houston is now doing with a true running game. That, to me, is the reason why the Houston Texans are where they are and why the Kansas City Chiefs are where they are right now, solely at what they're doing in the running game. 
you are correct. Yes, you're all absolutely right. right. To get that from a 13-year NFL vet, I'll take it. You're right. And when Lamar Miller went down, uh, everybody was like, oh, no. Right? It's, uh, ouch. Yeah. Right? And they pull off the trade. They get bring Carlos Hyde in. And they needed a feature back. Just not guys that you can hand the ball to. They needed someone that you can give the ball to 25, 26 times a game. And he can get you those extra yards, right? You can only block, a, you know, you only can block seven or eight. You got to get through nine and ten. <laughs> and a Carlos Hyde is that guy. He has a chip on his shoulder. He was upset with what was going on in Cleveland. He found himself at the bottom of the depth chart, and he knew once Kareem Hunt came back, it was really going to be over. Well, yeah. Well, they remember, they traded him to Jacksonville. Then he went to right, Kansas right, City. Exactly. Yeah, so, But, yeah, he's been tossed around, and he's been a very – actually. A, He's been a pretty good NFL back. He is. He's good. He's good. And you you can put a workload on his shoulders. And on the flip side, not having Kareem Hunt and, and trying to do it with uh, with uh, Damian Williams and Shady McCoy is just not working for Kansas City. Yeah. So now you can't do those things off the play action, right? A lot of misdirection in the backfield. But at some point, you got to hand the ball off with that misdirection, and they're not getting that bang for the buck that we used to. We're used to seeing them them have. Mm-hmm. Not only were they one of the most prolific offenses last year, but they also, you know, were in the top five in rushing uh, the football last year. They don't have that element now, so guys are sitting back, being physical with the receivers. Kelsey's Kelsey. He's you know he can't guard him, but it's more difficult now it's more difficult for that Kansas City offense to do some of that razzle-dazzle that we love to see from them. Tyreek Hill today comes back and catches a couple of touchdowns for the Chiefs, but that element is so sorely missing. And Mahomes is going to put up numbers, but Mahomes is a bit dinged up. Even seemed to re-aggravate what he did against the Colts, kind of that ankle injury seemed to happen again today in the game against Houston. I love what Deshaun Watson is doing, and I love what he can do with DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller and Kiki Cutie. You've got weapons there. But, man, just to have and, – and Carlos Hyde's wearing 23, like Arian Foster wore number 23. It looks very similar. Uh, Arian Foster Aaron was, was sweet. Now. Yeah, he was, he was super – But When he ran the ball, man, he was – It was like, like he was very flu- and He was very just, fluid. Yes, that's a perfect, perfect term. And I think that the Texans finally have that. Falcons have scored. Austin Hooper, a touchdown reception. They're now tied with the Cardinals. 10.50 to go in that game. Knotted up at 27 apiece. Rams facing a fourth and one, and it's going to be close. They're down 20-7 to to the Niners with 10.20 to go in that game. That fourth and one, by the way, was on their own fourth. 45. So yeah, that doesn't look like they made that. They don't look, it doesn't look like they made that. That 49ers defensive line, it, it is short. The Niners will take over. Look at him. Look at Robert Sala in the middle of the field going crazy. He is going nuts. Look, it, you can just, we have no sound in the studio, but you can feel the energy <laughs> coming from street, that crowd yeah. and, 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 and off those fans. This is, this. hey, look, man, this is big time football. Jets lead the Cowboys. 21 to 9. Brett Maher going to go for another field goal attempt. He's already made three today, one of which from 62. But the Cowboys right now facing a 12 point deficit, trying to make it nine. Hey, I'm fine with this. Facing a fourth and nine, don't chase points. Ooh. But you miss the field goal, and the Jets will remain up by 12 with 14 minutes to go. We told you about the quarterback change in. 
Denver with the Titans going to Ryan Tannehill. That contest right now has the Broncos up 13 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. He's E from Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. A potential MVP candidate had himself quite a day. We'll talk about it next year on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio. App. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my day. That's <laughs> Ryan goes under center. Play fake to Freeman. Matt looks, throws, catch, Hooper, touchdown Atlanta. 
Falcons Radio Network on the call, and it's the only close game we've got going on right now in the four late ones here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. I'm Dan Byerheese from Salam. 7-12 to go. The Falcons have just punted it back to the Cardinals. We'll see if Arizona can make some hay as they'll have the ball at about their own 30-yard line. Cowboys continue to trail the Jets 21-9. to The Rams got a turnover, but they're down to the 49ers 20-7 to with 8.49 left to go in that contest. And the Titans have punted for the ninth time today. They've also made a quarterback change and trail the Broncos 13 to nothing early in the fourth quarter in Denver. Come into Hooters every Monday all season to play Monday Night Moneyball. You're just a few easy questions away from a chance at cash prizes, freebies, and a trip to the season ender in Miami. Play Monday Night Moneyball at HootersMoneyball.com. The Monday Night Affair tomorrow is the Lions and Packers, and of course, Sunday Night Football has the Chargers and Steelers from L.A. How's your fantasy team looking today, Ephraim? Because I don't want to talk about my squad, but fantasy-wise, things... Looking up for you in week six, or are they maybe taking a turn for the worst right now, fantasy wise? I, you know what? I'm just bad at this. So that's 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 the way that it sometimes can go. It's I still got three players to to play, so there's always a chance. Well, did you play against Stefan Diggs today? No, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness you didn't. Seven catches, 167 yards. And three touchdowns. Right now, far and away, the highest performer of anyone in the NFL for fantasy today. One of your next closest competitors could be Lamar Jackson. 236 yards in the air, 152 yards on the ground, and a rushing touchdown. Deshaun Watson, who we talked about earlier, possible MVP candidate. 280 yards in the air, a touchdown. Those 40 or so rushing yards plus the two touchdowns on the ground put him in elite fantasy company, as is Russell Wilson. 295 yards, two touchdowns in the air, one touchdown on the ground. Hit 10 different receivers today. Should note the only bad news from the Seahawks' loss today to the Browns, Will Disley, their tight end, suffered an Achilles injury. Suffered it in the first half, was immediately ruled out, so his status going forward could be a big question mark. In the loss, Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns had 122 yards and two touchdowns. Have I named any of your players so far, Ephraim? Yeah, you, I, okay. I have Deshaun Watson. Okay, I mean, there we go. Uh, not Deshaun Watson. I have uh, Lamar Jackson. I have Russell Wilson. You know. Yeah, all right. So things aren't as bad. If you had Kirk Cousins today and played him, tip of the cap to you, 333 yards, Four touchdowns, did throw one interception. If you're going to play a Washington Redskin, you might as well play Terry McLaurin, the rookie from Ohio State, the wide receiver, 100 yards today on four catches and a couple of touchdowns. Chris Godwin in that early game in London was a beast for Tampa Bay. Ten catches, 151 yards. And I mentioned Tyreek Hill's return, five catches, 80 yards, and two scores for the Kansas City I have Tyreek Hill as well. I will say this. Oh, one other fantasy note. Chris Carson, 159 yards on the ground today and a touchdown. Those are your top fantasy performers so far for week six in the National Football League, at least with the Sunday games. They left out the Thursday games because, let's just be honest, it was a couple of days ago. I'm not sure what we're going to get fantasy-wise tonight. It it will be interesting because we're going to get more of Melvin Gordon, I believe. But what are we going to get from Devlin Hodges, the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and what are the other players on that Steelers team 
going to going to fare? How are they going to fare now with their new quarterback? It'll be intriguing to see. It's just a tough guess on how things are going to play out tonight between the Bolts and Steelers. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure Gavin, our executive producer, Gavin has uh, <laughs> Gavin, be waited with bated breath. Yeah, he's so worried he's going to a comedy show tonight. I, That's- <laughs> I am. I, I just want to check the score later and see that they won. Hopefully Hunter Henry doesn't get hurt again. You don't want to be part of the process. You yeah. just want to just see, want the to see the results. Yeah. Austin, what's his name? I want to call him Austin Hedges. Devlin Hodges. Hodges. Yeah. Yes. It's an easy mix-up. Devlin there. Hodges gets the start <laughs> for the Steelers tonight. The uh, Broncos receive that ninth Titans punt and will punt it right back to Tennessee with 11.48 to go. The Rams are going to be facing a fourth down and two at the – San Francisco 49er, 32-yard line, I believe, and that Cardinals-Falcons game knotted up at 27, 6.15 to go. Cowboys still trail by 12 to the Jets, 11 minutes to go in that one. 21-9 is the score. Rams Rams wanting a pass interference call did not come to them. So now on a fourth and two, Ephraim, when you're down by 13 points, what sort of play do you want run if you're the Rams here with 7.39 to go at the 28-yard line of the Niners? Uh, well, I mean, if you had Todd Gurley at full strength, then you just hand him the ball and let him do his work. They go for a pass, incomplete. Cooper Cup, uh, the go-to guy, especially on third down, just great defense by the 49ers. And this was a, a route that was a yard and a half. Yes. They needed two yards. So he had to work after the catch to get through the defender and to the first down sticks. The dominating performance of the 49ers defense has just completely baffled Sean McVay and this Rams team. And I know that they're playing without Todd Gurley, but they had their whole host of offensive weapons outside of Gurley. Obviously, the 49ers haven't respected it. And Jared Goff, therefore, has thrown for 52 yards today total. I mean, it's, it's absurd. It just Aside from the Niners dominating the clock, like they have as well. By the way, the Cardinals driving in uh, Falcons territory. Tie game, second and five with five minutes to go as Kyler Murray throws it away. They'll be facing a third and five. But just, I mean, complete domination for the San Francisco 49ers today. And that's what propels them to the top of, of the list Be- of best teams in, in the league. Them and the Saints, who would you put in the best in the NFC? I would put them. Yeah. Yeah, I would put them, although I do really like the Saints and their ability to win without their leader. And Drew Brees, this team right here is dominant. It's just all-out dominant right now. He's from Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals facing a third and five. Cowboys watching their possibility of a victory go by the wayside. We'll talk about that coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we've got some dandies. Some games that were maybe duds have turned out into something. The Rams are facing a third and 19, down 13 to the 49ers. Ephraim is Jared Goff has had an awful day. You may have oh, heard sacked. Yeah, you may have heard Dave's uh, stat lot of Jared Goff and the Niners are just, just going after him. The two of the three plays that the Rams got the ball back on a punt. It was a strip fumble recovered by the Rams and then sacked again. The other one, Jared Goff was under pressure and missed Robert Woods on a crossing route. Cowboys have pulled within five, as you heard. Jets have the ball, 21-16. New York is up on Dallas with 6.20 to go. And they're at the two-minute warning. The Cardinals have taken a lead on the Falcons, 
34 to 27, but the Falcons are driving and will have a first and goal when they come back from the two-minute warning. Denver continues to lead Tennessee 13 to nothing, where the quarterback change is underway in Tennessee, at least for this game, where Ryan Tannehill is in for Marcus Mariota. Hasn't made much of a difference. You know how bad you have to be as a starter for them to go to your backup and it's Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> Like what? 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 How? What? How do you feel on the sideline with that? I I understand. I would say this though, because it is Ryan Tannehill. At least it's not, and I'm only using a his permanent name. thing. Well, at least it's not like. Well, let's just see what Devlin Hodges has. You know, because whatever you're doing out there isn't working. Like maybe it's like. Maybe Ryan Tannehill will give us a spark. Like, you aren't so bad that the coach is willing to put anybody in there. <laughs> well, I would think that that maybe that maybe that would be the positive that Marcus Mariota has to deal with. Rams, by the way, punted it back to the Niners with 4.30 to go. Rams have all three of their timeouts, but they haven't moved the ball all day, so I don't know why they would in the final four minutes. You, you can't take. You can't take a quarterback serious if he's 10 for 18 with 52 yards with four minutes left in the game. No. No. You know what that is? That's just – that's a barbecue chicken, as Charles Barkley would say. It's just, just eating. They're just going to work on the Rams' offensive line. That 49ers defensive line. Oh, Falcons are in the end zone. Devontae Freeman with a touchdown. I think they scored too quickly, from. I really uh, there. It's a minute fifty three. I know there's you want to score no matter what. So rookie quarterback, you know, and and Kyler Murray, you score, and you know you would think your defense can stop a rookie quarterback. The Falcons have not only been not been able to get a stop, they haven't been able to get a yield. the The Cardinals just keep on going <laughs> and going and going, and now with the extra point. He no good. He missed it. Oh, no! Matt Bryant. He missed it. The second oldest player in the National Football League has failed to give the Falcons. Now, if that's not going to make you want to retire, making your team lose to the Cardinals You got to go do something else, man. You got to go do something else. Look, you know what? We talked about it a little earlier. Bad teams find a way to lose. That's just the bottom line. Bad teams can manufacture ways to lose, period. It's a bad team. Yeah. It's a bad team. And Matt Bryant knew it as soon as he kicked it. And this is – we talked about Dan Quinn's job possibly being in jeopardy. This team did come back, but you're still losing to the Arizona Cardinals. Can't do it. Can't you? A loss is a loss. Yeah. Right? It, like you you don't go, oh, you came back, you tried. It get, looks like the guy's moving in the right direction. Wrong. It looked like there was everything was fine. It seemed like the hold was fine. Uh Matt Bryant didn't kick the laces. Matt Schaub seemed to have it placed where you would need it to be placed. Now, the Falcons do have two timeouts left. There's a minute 53 left. So if they get a stop, they could get the ball back. Jets are in Cowboys territory, but failed to convert on third and four. So that will set up a field goal attempt. If good, Dallas at worst would be down eight and have a full complement of their timeouts left. And the Rams and 49ers, four minutes to go. Niners up 20-7, to trying to run out the clock. Denver trying to do the same, up 13-0 on Tennessee. As we watch Sam Ficken attempt the field goal for the New York Jets, 
Now we'll really see if Dak's going to earn that money or not this he week. He better ficking make it. <laughs> did he pull up Matt Bryant? No, he, he didn't. He made it. He did not. Look at the intern. She ain't, she hasn't stood up. She hasn't stood up in in five weeks. <laughs> she in there dancing and jumping around. J E T S Jets 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 from Sam the intern who by the way was flying around earlier when the Jets yeah. scored. Oh yeah yeah yeah. She was the whole nine the, yards. Yeah. Well, yeah. I yep. didn't even know she had legs. Yeah. <laughs> 20- she hasn't stood up since since we started the show. <laughs> There's. <laughs> Four weeks ago. There's something to be said with the Jets. When you look at, at moves teams make, Ephraim, when Luke Falk had to start for the team, and then when Sam Donald comes back, they release him. Tells you all you needed to know about what this last month was like for the New York Jets. Yeah. I mean, like the guy, it's not even like, okay, we're going to move you back into the Yeah, you, you, the be, you be the bag of. No, it's like you go home. Yeah, yeah. Yes, your tenure is done. It is out the window. The 49ers are going to punt it back to the Rams. I kind of wonder the way that the day has gone for the Rams of what's even point of getting the ball back. All right? I mean, maybe he'll break 100. Jared Goff. The uh, the, 40, uh, the 49ers up 20-7 to 7 will be punting back to the Rams. Let's keep an eye. Let's focus on this Cardinals-Falcons game. Second down and five. Falcons have used their first time out after the five-yard gain by Arizona. Uh, it's going to be a handoff to David Johnson, you would think, if you're Arizona, and that is the case. Now it will be third and five as Atlanta calls their final timeout with a minute 45 to go. The one good thing is if you do get a stop, you are a field goal attempt away from winning the game. However, when you can't make a 33-yard extra point, nothing is given. No, nothing is given, and like I said, you know, bad teams find ways to win. They do it all the time, and it's just the confidence. Can you will Matt Bryant out there in his wheelchair and have him kick again? (laughs) All right? Bobo, what's happening, man? What's up with them boys? I don't know. Well, I'm trying to figure out myself. Well, I'll tell you what's going on with their situation right now. Three minutes to go. The Cowboys are down eight. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys just got a first down at their own 37-yard line. 2.15 counting. Time's not going to be a factor. Cardinals, by the way, running a bootleg. Kyler Murray trying to get the corner. I think he's just short. They're going to spot. I think they're going to give him the first down on the scramble, which would mean the Cardinals are about to beat the Atlanta Falcons. I, that was a close spot on the bootleg. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, as we jump back oh, and forth, Zach. are going to try to come out, try to come back without Amari Cooper. But as you heard Ephraim say, Zach. he was just sacked. So now the Cowboys facing a second down. This spot on the Kyler Murray run is big for the simple fact of Kyler Murray, as he was running, if you want to imagine left to right, was running towards the near sideline, had the ball in his right hand, did not carry it over the first down line. So even though his feet got to the first down mark, Ephraim, the ball was in his right hand and would need to cross the plane across the 35-yard line to get a first down. That's what they are reviewing in Arizona. Two-minute warning in Dallas, and the Rams are called for another holding penalty. So much going on right now as these late games begin to wrap up in the National Football League. 
a booth review going on. Sean McVay looking for all the answers in L.A., and the Titans are trying to come back now down 16-0 to the Denver Broncos. As Marcus Mariota is on the bench, and Ryan Tannehill gets the the Titans into Broncos territory. So now what's what's Jared Goff going to do? What does uh, this do to Jared Goff long-term after a day like this? I, I don't know. Um, because when you look at it and you, you, you look at the flow of the game, it wasn't like they were down by that much, right? They just couldn't get anything going offensively. They, you know, 0 for 8 on third down conversions. That'll do it. <laughs> that's no good. For that, those of they, you just joining us, that's bad. They've run – they're 0 for 3 on fourth down conversions. So they're 0 for uh, – in that aspect – They've only run 48 plays. They've had the ball for 20 minutes. I'll tell that's, you, not gonna, that's not going to get it done. Instant replay has upheld the Kyler Murray run, which may cost Dan Quinn his job. I, I don't think that he got the first down. I, I just in, in the way that it looked, it's a tough call to overturn the spot, place the spot where it is, and that's the difficulty of figuring out where the spot is. I'll take that back. The replay may not have cost Dan Quinn his job. The extra point missed by Matt Bryant may or may not have cost Dan Quinn his job, but the collective hole for the Atlanta Falcons. I wonder what that hmm. kick sounded like. Hmm. Uh-oh. Bryant to tie the ball game. Missed it. He pulled it to the left. Falcons radio network. Is that the sound of someone losing I've their job? More, I've heard I've heard more joy at a funeral <laughs> than uh than, like, messed up. <laughs> you know what that is? That's saying I gotta do this for ten more weeks. I gotta watch this team for ten more weeks. This is what this is what we've got to deal with. The Cardinals, who I thought, by the way, would be two and fourteen, are picking up their second win. In week six of the National Football League season. Well, I can promise you they won't be two and fourteen. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Two and thirteen and one, the worst that the Arizona Cardinals can do. Cowboys facing a big third and eight. We'll keep you here on the other side of the two minute warning to let you know if Dak Prescott and the Cowboys convert as they are down eight to the Jets. And again, without Amari Cooper, he tries to go to Michael Gallup, and there's going to be a pass interference call. What we're gonna do, because I think this game's got a little bit of meat on its bones. Gavin, do we want to stay here with it, or should we come back on the other side to get the ending? I'm going to let leave this up to our executive producer. I say we stay with it. All right, it's let's, good. let's stay with it. Pass interference call with the Cowboys. They are down eight. They're going to get a first down. Titans are in the red zone. They just threw a pass to did, uh, Ryan Tannehill into the end zone that was knocked away by Denver, but there's a flag on the play, and the uh, 49ers continue their domination of the Rams, winning 20-7. to when you don't have Amari Cooper, you're relying on Michael Gallup and Jason Witten right now. <laughs> and there's no Randall Cobb today. You have no uh, Tyron Smith blocking the blind side. So Dak's going to have to figure out something, and he's figured out he can throw it to Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, that's the, the natural progression. you got to use your most dangerous weapons in these situations. Ezekiel Elliott, with those guys not being available, should be featured, period. When you are the Dallas Cowboys and in this situation, how much with a two-minute drill, how much is Dak Prescott talking to the offensive line here? Is well, it just straight business or what goes it's, on? It's all business. It's like, give me some time. 
you know, you are on the ball calling plays. If you have an incomplete or a penalty, you huddle up, you call two plays, you get back on the ball, and it's boom, it's rapid fire. It's like, let's go. There's no time to waste. You know, it. this is how you make your career. You want the money, right? You yeah. want that contract? This is how you get the contract. You, you know, they, I don't think it goes week by week on how much Dak is going to get or not going to get, but a performance here – when you have to say, hey, I'm throwing to Ezekiel Elliott as a wide receiver and it looks like he's going to get a pass interference call, uh, that's all you need to know. I mean, the Cowboys right now, because of how shorthanded they are with weapons, with Cobb and Cooper being out, are using Ezekiel Elliott basically as their de facto go-to guy everywhere. Yeah, and, um, you know, it, it sucks that you don't have your guys available, but as a quarterback, you got to make do. You have to find a way, and it's not a week by week basis. Uh, on it's not on a week by week basis determining if he's going to get paid, but it's a situational uh, deal to where you have. That's not pass interference. That's not pass interference. He turned around. I would challenge that. Well, we we know yeah, how difficult it is <laughs> no, to have things turned around. And by the way, it doesn't even have to be challenged because they're under two minutes. Did you guys so. see the Chiefs' uh, pass interference challenge earlier today? Yeah, uh, I couldn't believe that didn't get turned around. But hey, who knows, man? This this thing is it's still new and it's still up in the air. You, we don't know the criteria. The uh, we don't. The Cowboys had a holding penalty, so that's going to back them up. It's going to be first down and what twenty oh, now for the Dallas Cowboys. The uh, the the Cowboys need to score and get a two point conversion. Niners, by the way, running out the clock, about to put the finishing touches on the L.A. Rams. Rams have one timeout. They finally use it here, so the Niners will be facing a third down. If they get it, they can punt it back. A screen pass to Ezekiel Elliott. Gets them to about the 15-yard line. But Another there's flag. More, more laundry on the field. So as an offensive lineman here on a screen pass when you're down, does that just tell us, all right, get some yards? Uh, no, you're just trying to catch the defense off guard. You're trying to catch them. Uh, that's, the screen plays are a staple in two-minute offense. And now we have another holding penalty. Oh, blocking the back. And I think this one is on Dallas. Michael Gallup, one mm-hmm. of the wide receivers. Again, that was my problem. Because with today's Redskins-Dolphins game, to sit there and think that any wide receiver is going to be able to block better than a lineman, so when you throw a pass out into the flat like the Dolphins did, and I know the pass from Fitzpatrick wasn't perfect, and I know you're you're throwing to a running back as well, but in situations like that, guys who aren't accustomed to blocking can sometimes put you in a bad situation. Guys who block need to block, guys who need to catch should catch. Cowboys now facing a first and 27. By the way, they have all three timeouts left. And now. Oh, my God. This is out of control. <laughs> Every play for the last five plays, <laughs> there's, there's been a flag. We, we got to go to break now. We go, we, we'll be here all day <laughs> Every trying to sift <laughs> through these flags. Is it June 14th? Because that's flag oh, day, by the way. Goodness. And there are there have been so many flags. Now it's going to give the Cowboys, because it's pass interference on the Jets, and Jamal Adams was the one who was called. This is a this is a first and 27, and on a route that, what, what, 10 yards? 
you now give the Cowboys an automatic first down on a 10-yard penalty. That, if I'm Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator of the Jets, I am out of my mind. The Titans, under two minutes to go, down 16, now at the Denver 12-yard line. They only have one timeout left. Dak Prescott scrambles and gets inside the 10 to about the 6-yard line, so it'll be second down and one. Cowboys have all the time in the world. There's The only reason you would need to hurry up is to keep the defense off guard and keep them out of breath, right? I mean, with a minute left to go. Yeah, I mean, you don't. it's, it's not a rush situation here. Um. Oh, but what you don't want to do is what he almost did, and that's throw a pick. Bobo, what's going on with your boys, man? <laughs> Third down and one for the Dallas Cowboys. You it's didn't over see that in invisible LA. player right look, there. Look at Sam behind you. I mean, you guys are going against each other, and she's whispering voodoo in your ear, man. Yeah, she is actually. That's also why I wanted to stay with it because someone's going to have a meltdown on air. That'll be great. <laughs> it's going to be someone <laughs> in our control room. Yeah. Third down and one. Cowboys have it at the Jets' eight-yard line. They need to get to about the – well, it should be third down and one and a half. Let's just put it this way. It's a long one for the Cowboys, a short two and a long one on this third down play. And Ryan Tannehill has done what Ryan Tannehill does, and he's thrown an interception at the goal line. And that's going to seal the deal for Denver. Ezekiel Elliott caught the pass from Dak Prescott, so it's going to be first and goal. If I'm the New York Jets now – I, I Dallas called the timeout, but if I'm the New York Jets, I'm calling timeouts after these plays. If to try to if if Dallas doesn't get the touchdown here, you're going to be fine. You could take a knee, but now with the Cowboys facing a second down and goal, you would at least want to save some sort of amount of time on the clock if you're the Jets. We'll see if Adam Gase listens to me. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're up by eight. So, I know, but you but, know, you don't need to like you don't need the time. You just need to stop them on the two point conversion. You don't need the time if the time is not going to do anything for you because you're just going to go into overtime. You're not going to ride this. You're not going to go down and try to score, right? Dak Prescott on a quarterback keeper is into in. the end zone. Doesn't even matter. We can't even debate it because it doesn't make <laughs> it doesn't any difference make now. Difference. But the Jets do have all three of their timeouts. With 43 seconds left to go. Now the Cowboys do have to go for two. And that's going to be the big play that we are going to keep you here for is the Cowboys are on the verge of possibly tying this game that they have trailed from the get-go. The Jets actually led this game 21-6 to at one point. Now Dallas is a two-point conversion away from tying this thing up in New Jersey. What do you Here do? We go. Zeke, Dak, both, Bo- Ephraim? Bobo standing you make, up. You make the call. Jason Witten. Jason Witten is the choice. You see him lined up on the far side. The Cowboys go in shotgun. There he is. What I tell you? And told there you he is was going no to flag on the play. I told you he was going to go to him. And he did. The, look at Sam. Look at Sam behind you. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Jets blitz up the middle. Dak felt the pressure, tried to throw it to Jason Witten. It really didn't have a chance of being completed. Sam, be careful. You're going to hurt yourself in there. Our intern, Sam, is jumping up and down. She's going crazy. Bobo is about to rip the microphone stand off, throw oh. the headphones through the window. 
I feel like an awkward third wheel right here. Yeah. This is yeah. tough. Jamal, it's pretty, pretty intense in there. Jamal Adams was the one who put the pressure on Dak Prescott, likely sealing the victory. Onside kick coming up. Heezy from Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. The Cowboys are, yeah, they need a miracle. We'll Weed them boys. It. We'll talk about it next year on Fox. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just... 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> Week 6 in the NFL, it is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Week 6 has provided some surprises, to say the least. Some of them just going down right now. Jets beat the Cowboys 24-22. to 
Cardinals survive against the Falcons, and the Niners were just downright dominant against the Rams. And then you had Denver taking out the uh, the Titans today, where Tennessee ended up making a quarterback change in the second half as Ryan Tannehill took over for Marcus Mariota. But of those last four, Cardinals beat the Falcons, Cowboys fail to uh, close out the Jets, and the Jets get the win. Niners get the victory over the Rams, and Denver's blanking in Tennessee. What stands out to you? What's the most surprising of those last four? I don't know if it's surprising, but it's the most valuable one to me, and that would be the 49ers over the Rams uh, at home, at the Rams' home, because the Rams, you know, although they've struggled a couple weeks this year, they were supposed to be the dominant team, right? They had the stars, although Gurley wasn't playing today, and they had a few guys missing off that defensive front, but they did have Aaron Donald there. They had Jared Goff there, you know, Woods, Cooks. Like they had, they they had their team pretty much, and a 49er team who some deemed, although they were undefeated, that they hadn't had any real test yet. And to hold that offense to seven points, hold Jared Goff to 78 yards passing, 109 rushing yards, and zero for nine on third down efficiency. They didn't convert anything. Like, they didn't convert anything, and they were 0 for 4 on fourth down conversion. They didn't convert anything. Guess how many total yards? 165. Wow, I actually almost thought it could have been less. That 49er defense is the real deal. And what this game did for them is it's going to make – all we're going to hear this week is, oh, wait a minute. What's going on with the Niners, right? Because now they're a real force in the NFC. I don't I don't know who the best team in the NFC is. I, I would say on – if this was an NCAA tournament committee, to your point, you look at it and – You'd put the Saints resume up there, and you'd have to say, look at what the Saints have done. Their only loss, we touched on this earlier, was in L.A. to a Rams team when you lost your quarterback during that game. That's that's tough to rebound, especially when your quarterback is Drew Brees. But when you look at the, the 49ers, and not only of, of what they've done, but what they have ahead isn't as daunting. No. No. As it's not like things are going to get a lot tougher for them because they have played the Steelers, they have played the Bengals. You're going to have a matchup against the Ravens later on. You've got two more matchups with the Seahawks, but, I mean, they haven't played the Cardinals yet, so you would have to think that those are a, a, a couple of victories. When you see the type of football that they play, when you now look at the matchups that they're going to have with Seattle and with Richard Sherman being that leader on defense – and what broke up the Legion of Boom and what broke up in Seattle? I mean, you're talking about two titanic games against the Seattle Seahawks, and if you get those, Ephraim, I don't know what is stopping the 49ers at all in this NFC West. I mean, this is this is pretty darn impressive for a team that has stockpiled. They, they've had first-round picks of taking defensive linemen and I think four out of the, the past five or six drafts. You also then bring in D4 to play outside for you in this defense. I mean, they were relentless today against the Rams, and I don't know if it stops. No, and you look at their schedule coming up. They have the Redskins. They have the Panthers. 
they have the Cardinals. Just those three. Right, so in essence, before they even get to the Seahawks for the first time, they could be 8-0. That's how big, yeah. that's how big this win was. So wow. moving forward, they will be favored in all of those games. And now it's how do you play from the front, from the lead? I'll tell you, like they did today. There you go. That's, that's that's how you do it. He's Ephraim Salama. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Let's get to David Gaskin, who's going to fill us in on what happened today in the National Football League, at least the uh, the highs and lows of what was week six in the NFL. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Now, Dan, I know you guys were talking with Ephraim about fantasy football teams. Um, did you guys have any guys of, of big significance playing in the afternoon games? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so who did you have? Robert Woods. Yeah. Oh, oh, did, <laughs> yeah, oh. Cortland Sutton. Oh, you know, like, oh, did you have Denver's defense? No, I did not. Because if you did, they they posted a shutout today, yeah. with seven sacks. Oh, wow. It's, uh... <laughs> I did have the 49ers defense. Nobody cares about my fantasy team. But well, how about was... this? I had Goff, Malcolm Brown, and Cooper Cup. Oh, oh, how about yeah. that? How about oh, that, Dan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on that, down. That's, that's what they call a hat trick. Why oh. would you do that? Why would you? Oh, my goodness. Well, because my backup quarterback who was on injury reserve all season long was Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? Well, yeah. What are you going to do? I, <laughs> I wouldn't have played Darnold either. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm i hanging out here sniffing the air freshener. That's how bad my team is right now. So San Francisco dominant today, fellas, 20-7 to over the Los Angeles Rams. San Francisco still perfect on the year at 5-0. and Jimmy Garoppolo just 24-33, 243 through the air. One INT, he was sacked a couple of ta- times. Meanwhile, Denver did shut out Tennessee 16 to nothing In this ballgame, Marcus Mariota was benched for Ryan Tannehill. Mariota was 7 of 18 for 63 yards and two picks. Tannehill was 13 of 16 for 144, but he was also picked off as well. Arizona, in a great game, beat the Atlanta Falcons by one, 34 to 33. In this ball game, Kyler Murray is fantastic. Three touchdown passes in the affair, 340 yards as well. David Johnson had 12 carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. Dallas falls to the New York Jets, 24 to 22. The New York Jets can pop that champagne. Their first win here in 2019. Sam Darnold, 338 yards passing and two TDs. Earlier today, Carolina beat Tampa Bay 37-26. Jameis Winston, five picks. He was also sacked seven times. Seattle's now 5-1, and 3-0 on the road this season. They come from behind to beat Cleveland 32-28. Houston also wins on the road. They beat the Chiefs 31-24. Deshaun Watson, 280 yards passing, three TDs, one through the air and two on the ground. Carlos Hyde, 26 carries for 116 and a score. Washington gets their first one of the year at Miami. That really doesn't count, 17-16. Minnesota Vikings, 38-20 over the Eagles. This ballgame, Kirk Cousins had four touchdown passes. Stephon Diggs had three receptions that went to the house. Seven grabs for 167 and three scores. Saints, 5-1. They won at Jacksonville. Baltimore, 23-17 over the Bengals. Tonight, the nightcap, you get the Chargers and the Steelers. The ball game right now has the Chargers as six-point favorites in that affair. You guys thinking about putting any, I don't know. I'm trying to avoid watching that. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to go to the movies. Dan, I'm happy you brought that up because guess what? In about 35 minutes from now on FS1, 
Yeah, game two of the ALCS. Yankees lead that best, the seven series over Houston, one game to none. So, yeah. of course, if you don't want to watch yeah, I think this the, Sunday night yeah, football the game. the eyes may be on that game, too. Yeah, I think you should. Who hits harder, the Yankees or the Niners? That's that's my that's question. A question. <laughs> that's a good I, question. I know, I, I know, I know the Niners had their day today, but those Yankee bats, they don't stop. Oh, oh. No, not at all. So, yeah, first pitch is scheduled for uh, 5.08 Eastern in uh, Houston. Guys, Thanks. back to you. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, this Dave. is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. The New York Giants are a game out of first in the NFC East. <laughs> right? It's crazy. Like, wow, that's how things how quickly things have changed while we were just going down what the Niners have ahead of them. With those three games that we thought were against Washington and the two against Arizona, nothing's given in the NFL. We find that out every single week. But you would have to think that the 49ers would likely win those games. That puts them at eight wins already. And so all you'd have to they do have the, the Seahawks twice. They have the Rams again. They've got a matchup with the Packers and Saints. But the point being of you know, San Francisco's making a lot of hay right now. Dave mentioned the Seahawks winning Cleveland today. Russell Wilson right now is my leader for most valuable player. Not because Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs haven't won. That's part of it. But also when you see what Russell Wilson has done and not turning the ball over. Mm. I think Mahomes is going to put up numbers no matter what. They don't have a running game. We talked talked about that earlier. But what Russell Wilson has done with this team right now is a bit inconsistent on defense. I, I think that Russell Wilson right now is is your National League most valuable player. I know Deshaun Watson's been brought up as a name, but I like Russell Wilson right now. And, and, and what many people may not realize is they were down uh, two starting offensive linemen today. Yeah, no Dwayne They're Brown. They're perennial yeah. pro bowler. Yep, Dwayne Brown, DJ Fluker. Uh, so they had some, some pieces missing. Rashad Penny wasn't available. Uh, and they still found a way to go on the road and, and get a win. And you can't, you know, you can't take anything away from that. Russell Russell uh, was sensational, 23 of 33, 295, two touchdowns. Also added another 31 yards on nine carries with his legs and a touchdown. He is valuable, right? And he may be the most valuable uh quarterback to his team in the league because he has to do so much when they're missing pieces and and he just finds a way to do it he's e from salam i'm dan buyer this is fox sports red zone radio giddy from on twitter at e from salam i'm at dan buyer on fox we made radio history earlier today and speaking of mvps we'll find out what the most valuable plays were in week six in the nfl that's all coming up next year on fox sports red zone radio Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's Eve from Salam. I'm Dan Beyer. Chargers and Steelers coming up tonight, and then the Lions and Packers put a bow on Week Six. It's no more. It's early in the season. Uh uh-uh. uh. We no way. Uh uh-uh. uh. No way. No how. Half the London games are over. It takes a break next week, and then they'll pick up with the final two that will actually be played at Wembley Stadium. These first two are at the new Tottenham Stadium in London, including that Panthers victory early today against the Buccaneers. Get Ephraim on Twitter, at Ephraim Salam. I'm at Dan Bayer on Foxes. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Of everything that happened today, what's going to be your biggest takeaway from it? The Niners are, they have arrived and they're here to make some noise. Yep. Big time. Yeah. I, I have legitimate questions about Kansas City. Last week, I'm like, matchup problem, 
Colts play a different game. They could run the ball with that offensive line. I think the Texans are pretty good. I don't know if the Texans are great, but I think they're a pretty good a pretty good team. But I think that the Chiefs have some issues. Yeah, you've got Patrick Mahomes, the reigning MVP, and you're getting Tyree Kill back. But they're not running the football right now, and they can't stop anybody right now. And that is a big issue if you're a Chiefs fan and you're looking at the big picture. The other takeaway today was this. Dallas is down by three. Jets are up by seven. Jets have the ball. <laughs> that was Ephraim Salam taking a dabble into giving a scoreboard update. Huh? I was just ribbing you because you panic. <laughs> you panic when you can't see something. What am I doing? What am I saying? What am I doing? <laughs> see what happens when you don't have the information right in front of you, and then you have to think and say what you got to say. Uh, and uh, kudos to the Jets, who get win number one on the year. Kudos to the Redskins, who get win number one on the year as well. That's what we've got in week six of the National Football League. As we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. There were a bunch of great, great performances in week six. Hey, Let's hear about them in our MVPs. You ready? This is Fox Football Sunday. MVP. MVP. Most valuable plays. Lady, what is that? Seahawks and Browns. Play action fake. Looking left. Looking middle. Looking right. Wide open. Ricky Shields. Jones. Touchdown. He was wide open on a 31-yard touchdown strike, and Mayfield is very, very much in rhythm today. Browns Radio Network. Russell takes the snap. Here comes the blitz again. Russell gets rid of it. Back corner of the end zone. It's Jerron Brown. He is in. Touchdown, Seahawks. What a read by Russ. Just getting the snap before the clock ticks down. The receiver's doing a dance in the end zone. And Jerron Brown for six. Seahawks Radio Network. Lady, what is that? Panthers and Buccaneers. Panthers going on silent count on first down. Allen looks middle. No receivers open. McCaffrey is though. Left flat McCaffrey to the 20, to the 10. Spins away. Touchdown, Carolina. McCaffrey left side. WBT and the Panthers Radio Network. Lady, what is that? Texans and Chiefs. First and goal at the three. Johnson in the backfield with Deshaun, who's in the gun. Here's the snap. Watson looking, taking his time, stepping out to the right. Deshaun wants to run across the five, and Watson runs in for the touchdown. Deshaun Watson, three-yard touchdown run to take the lead for the Texans. Sports Radio 610 Texans Radio Network. Lady, what is that? Redskins and Dolphins. Ian takes a snap, looks over the middle, fires. Terry McLaurin behind the defense. Five, touchdown! Touchdown, second score of the game for Terry McLaurin, the rookie out of Ohio State. Scary, Terry, touchdown. Redskins Radio Network. Lady, what is that? Eagles and Vikings. High formation, play action, Kirk straight drop, fires, caught Diggs, back in the end zone, touchdown! Step on Diggs, just hit the touchdown trifecta. Three touchdowns for Stephon Diggs. KFAN Minneapolis and the Vikings Radio Network. Lady, what is that? Saints and Jaguars. Third down and goal from the five. Kamara the tailback. Jags rush four. Bridgewater throws back in the end zone. Caught! Jared Cook, touchdown, back of the end zone, and that is a huge score by the New Orleans Saints. WWL Saints Radio Network. Lady, what is that? Cowboys and Jets. Arnold in the shotgun. Takes the snap, looks right, pops one right at the goal line by Griffin. Reaches it across the goal line. He's in for a Jet touchdown. Ryan Griffin. 
Griffin with his first touchdown as a Jet. And the second touchdown pass thrown by Sam Darnold. Jets Radio Network. Lady, what is that? 49ers and Rams. Garoppolo talking to the umpire saying, put the ball down. Sneak now, it. He's got a quarterback sneak it. He got hit. And then he pushed forward. He's right on the goal line. No indication yet. Touchdown. Touchdown. Sand. Francisco! KNBR 49ers Radio Network. Lady, what is that? Titans and Broncos. Janovich lined up wide left, now resets, offset eye, set left. They hand it off to Lindsey, runs straight ahead, left side, spins into the end zone, touchdown Denver. You don't get many games in the NFL where the first touchdown of the game comes at the 4.56 mark of the third quarter. KOA 850 AM and 94.1 FM, Broncos Radio. Lady, what is that? Falcons and Cardinals. Cardinals go with a pair of tight ends and two receivers left in motion. Isabella snap to Murray. Rolls right. Now looking back to the left. Lobs it for Williams. Caught at the 10 to the 5. And Williams is hit. Hits the pylon and is in. Touchdown. KTAR Cardinals Radio Network. The most valuable plays. That's game, huh? Put the dagger in. This is Fox Football Sunday. Ephraim, I'm not actually concerned about the Dallas Cowboys. I know they've lost three in a row, but they do have some injuries to deal with, and Amari Cooper had to leave today's game. I do think that when it comes down to it in the postseason, the Cowboys would be a team that you don't want to face. My issues, though, are now this. At 3-3, three and three, and I know that division is up in the air, but you got a bunch of other good teams in the National Football League. There may not be wild cards for the taking, considering that you've got a Bears team that's, what, 3-2, and two, I believe, in the NFC North and in last place in that division. So the point being is I think that the type of football Dallas wants to play could come later in the season. However... It's just not there right now. It's not, and they're trending the wrong way. They started out 3-0, and and then they've lost their last three games, Saints, Packers, and now the Jets. Got a tough game next week. Eagles, uh, you know, we'll see how this thing goes, man. They're, they're going the wrong direction. Bobo, what do you think about that? Um, I, I want to say, yeah, we're going to beat the Eagles, but then we just lost to the Jets. So, yeah. <laughs> I think every Cowboy fan is saying that as well. Eagles have some of their own issues to to work out. they got to get healthy as well. There's going to be something settled tomorrow night in the NFC North, but you've got some teams that are lurking around there. The Carolina Panthers, we talked about Kyle Allen's emergence. Uh, you mentioned, obviously, we, we talked a lot about the 49ers and the Seahawks. Uh, Rams are going to have some real soul-searching to do to figure out how to turn that thing around because we talked about the limited work of Todd Gurley and how that could affect him. They had no Todd Gurley today, and they had no chance against those 49ers. So the Rams will have to work something out and uh, figure out what is what is right and uh, what's going. And I think the Chiefs do as well in trying to figure out how do they right what's gone off track for them. Yeah, teams we thought would be powerhouses at this point and steamrolling uh, opponents, it's, it's cracks in the armor. And then teams that you know we didn't expect anything out of them uh, have shown uh, some resilience and the ability to seize the moment. You know, it's a lot of parity going on right now in the league. And these teams that we didn't, you know, predict would would be in these positions, uh, especially the Saints with, with Drew Brees going mm-hmm. down like he did. This, I mean, this, look, you got to play the games. You got to win them, you know? Yes. And I don't know if there's going to be any more coaching games for Dan Quinn. I think there's going to be trouble in Atlanta after they lose to the Cardinals today. A, uh, a tough one to take. He's E from Salama. I'm Dan Byer. Stick around here on Fox Sports Radio. We've got the rest of week six covered for you right here on FSR. Have a good one.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart.